supposed to be really surfing <laughs> the net for yeah, who was streaming boy. your stuff. I mean, you you found the right guy. Bro, you called bro, me red handed. I'm gonna tell you this, right, this right now. Niggas going on Pornhub. Oh, you should. You should. Uh, is going on Pornhub. Oh yeah. That shit's going straight. Upload it to Pornhub. Oh yeah. I might throw the whole network, Jabba network on Pornhub. Oh, you should. You should. I mean, Put everything over there. Use every social media. Go to Pornhub. And switch it up even a little bit. You're going to X videos or all that other stuff. I can't remember the other websites. No. Oh, there's X videos, Pornhub. There's um, X, X, it's XN, X, Oh, yes, X, X, yes, X. yes. I remember that from my youth. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they trashed, though. Yes. Now, it, now, it used to be popping. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was for a solid. It was. It had a good six-year run. It was, yeah, it, man. It was the Bulls. It was the Bulls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the Bulls in, like, the, the 90s. Yeah, man. I used a lot of olive oil during those times, man. It was good times. <laughs> Nigga, why are you jerking off with olive oil? Huh? Who said I was jerking off? I was cooking while porn was playing. <laughs> man, why would I, why would I jerk off with olive oil? That's, that's, that's yo, that's Who would do that? <laughs> It's craziness. Actually, that's a valid question, though. <laughs> jerks off with olive oil. I use like mayonnaise. Nobody, nobody's like, ever yo. jerked off with olive oil? No. No. You use mayonnaise. That's stupid. Why would you use olive oil? <laughs> yo, this. It's weird. Died. Oh, the, uh, T, T underscore Taylor uh, 347 said, is that the chisel to Donna? Yes, it is. Yes, yes it, it is. is. We do have Would the you chisel. like to see my nipple? I took it too far. I took it too far. <laughs> All right. What's boy, oh boy, are we up for this roller coaster ride tonight? What? Well, All right, okay. Spence, let us know when you are ready to play. Yeah. You he, he, he already started recording. Right? Oh, that's fine. Great. So I'm recording. I haven't gone live yet. I can go live. You can right? go, go live now. Cool, cool, cool. You can go live. And then we going live you on? can play Facebook. Facebook. Oh, okay, so we awesome. have our own so we, Facebook. So we use all forms of social media here. Nice. Except for Pornhub. Okay, good, good, good. But now you're you on your way. Now you enlighten him. Now we're going to do Pornhub. Yeah. You should. You should. The mafia is next door. But you should. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I came. I said, Yo, everyone said, Matt said, Yo, this man has an idea. Yo, Taylor, I'm posting our matches. Pornhub. <laughs> sure. Nah, because oh, yo, we about to be verified matches, on Pornhub. Think, matches, yo, I think, would is, be dope. Who though. is U W O Pod? U W O. Urban, oh, Urban uh, World Podcast. Yeah, it's a new up and coming independent wrestling promotion down in the south. Yeah. Um, that's going to that. Um, they're gonna have a show March seventh. Cheap plug. You're welcome. Um, so anyone I think that's in the um, North Carolina, South Carolina area. Um, you can go see their first show March seventh. Nice. I make sure I to tell my, my client, Yaya. Yeah. Shout out to Tyree Taylor of of Prolific. That I have accepted your open challenge. You're welcome. Client. Yeah, he's the pole. He's the black pole Heyman. Oh really? Oh oh, he's a manager outside. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so 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 your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what? So so you don't fight nobody. <laughs> Me, so you must be sensational, nobody, but. But you pussy. <laughs> I ain't fighting no more. Damn. That's that's great. I mean, Yo, but it was the way that that was presented. But so you pussy though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, amazing suits, magnificent mouthpiece, Paul. But I'm sure <laughs> if you are the Paul Heyman, then you're not getting in the ring. No, Paul Heyman kind of looks like Penguin. Paul did in the beginning. He did. He did. My nigga, he, did. he looks exactly like Penguin. He is Penguin. I, I think he is. Paul, if he comes up with an man. umbrella indoors, it's a wrap. No, I would not. The March seventh. Don't forget that. What? March 7th. Yeah, what about it? BCW. No, BW, like, um, uh, Matt. Oh, BWF? Yes. Sorry, sorry, March Matt. March 7th. I was sitting here like, Yeah, what? March 7th. BWF. Um, yeah. It's That's a porno? No. Black women fucking? No. <laughs> I can't Bars. <laughs> Bars. I'm here for that. Cannot Black know. History Month come here behind Cabela. <laughs> yeah, you know? We're getting all types of Black History Month. Oh, yeah. You know what I miss, though? The golden age of black porn. Ah, yeah. It's a good time. Like the like the legit golden Are you age talking of black about like porn? the black elite of porn. Yeah. Yes, Jada Fire, mm-hmm. Great, yes. Sky Black, Pinky before she became so rotund. Pinky, yes, 
Cherokee. She became the big toe, if you've seen her size now. <laughs> she is rather gargantuan and rotund. Yeah, but they are, oh, Yo, oh, was it uh, Ryan Reynolds? No, not Ryan Reynolds. That's a good Yo, no, 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 no. I know, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Roxy, Roxy, Roxy Reynolds. Yeah, Roxy Reynolds. Yeah, he, 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 he this nigga shaking his head. Like, yeah, Roxy man. Reynolds. Yeah, no uh, um, you record. Yo, yo, play the intro. Well, yeah, you can play the uh, intro. Uh, Ooh, Lacey Duvall. Who? Um, damn, there was some. What? Ice the fuck? Hey, people get it. Oh, he was Miss Lacey. Oh, I told yeah, him I watched his, yeah. his music video. Oh, T. Taylor said, uh, tell the Chisel Adonis I'll beat his ass from the east to the west. Will you? <laughs> Make your location public. Make your location public. I ain't going to pull up. Yo, but yo, make your location yo, public. Yo, I mean, mob wise. Yo, toss, so mob wise really toss on the intro, Spence. No Beauty Dior. <laughs> All right. Alexia Bree. Hey. I think that's just a 10 seconds of silence, oh, gentlemen. Oh, right, shut the fuck up now. Yeah. Oh, this oh, nigga fucked it up this week. Oh, 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 I wasn't ready. Oh, 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 oh,
Huh? Like automatic, like boom. No, I, it, it had like a five sort of thing because I had a, a, a J. Cole. Okay, a that's Eminem. fine, Jermaine. Um, oh, because oh, it's Black History Month. We're going with with blacks. Well, <laughs> I wow. see. I see. That's where no, you he lie. said he said J. Cole, right. but I went to say John. So I actually, like, I've I've seen and, and talked and spoken with Jermaine Cole. Oh, you have? Yeah, like he was president of the organization I was a part of in at college, like the black. So basically, like your black student organization, mm-hmm. like at St. John's. Oh, so he was he was president. Back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, but the, his graduating year, he was president of the organization. And then my senior year, I was secretary of the same organization, and that was the same year he came back to St. John's to do our spring concert. So he like met with all of us, and we mm-hmm. all walked around campus and chilled and hung out, like kind of like old times. But and he remembered you and everything else. I like mean, that. not remember me for his age, oh. but we all like got to Damn. like meet him and stuff like that. That must have sucked. No, I don't trust me because his class and some very interesting people. Oh, okay. So what was this organization? What? Um, it's called Haraya. So it was Haraya, the Pan African Student Association. Pan African. Mm-hmm. But but I thought Jake. Cole's had, he's half, isn't he? Well, isn't his mother the, a white woman? <laughs> Man, his color. How does he get to be? She's mad white. Uh, the, exactly. How, nah, 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 nah. One, Once you black, you black. Is it? Yes. His daddy uh, black. So? Nah. I mean, that's good. Wait, 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 wait. I think we need to draw it's a line. It's on, because on you Haitian. Black. It's because you Haitian. No, nah, not necessarily. Nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. No, that's a No, no. I think I think we should draw the line on all, all, all kinds of black. You know, so so there's American black. Okay. You got Caribbean black, yeah, and then you got you got mixed breed. I think mixed should just be mixed because kind of if because technically you know the the homeland is Africa, so yeah. everybody African. Yeah, yeah. You just got some of you know. Some, nah, but some he's still treated like a, lot a of nigga paint. though. He's still treated yeah. like a nigga though. Huh? Well, y- yes. Y- oh no, yeah, no, like, yes. Like, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, myself. okay. So you said J Cole. Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. Uh, uh, there's Nas in there. Okay, so as well. Queensbridge. I guess you can throw some Jay Z in there. Yep, as well. Hove. Yeah, oh, oh wow. You, you're a fan. Well, huge Hove. Oh, oh, no. Huge Jay Z fan. <laughs> UNICEF. No. No, I don't know what. Uh, uh, um, is there another? Yeah, I have nothing else coming to my mind here. I'm drawing a blank on other. Oh man, but think, this one wanted to play not, Eminem. Yeah. I mean, hey, you could. Lose yourself. I, it's a great song. Yeah. It's, a, it's a phenomenal. I like song. that he did it during the Oscars. I thought that was pretty. 18 dope. years too late, but hey, it's nonetheless. Hey, better late than never. Absolutely. Um, Top five wrestlers, though. Top five wrestlers. Ooh, oh, ooh. Uh, Chris Benoit, Stone Cold yes. Steve Austin, The Rock. Um, you gotta have uh, 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 um, the Undertaker yep. in there, and then I guess the last uh, you gotta put Shawn Michaels. Yeah, do you, you really? Shawn Mi- you have to put. Shawn so Michaels. what? Really? So what who's better, Brett or Shawn? Who's better, Brett or Shawn? Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, in the it, say something good stupid. Lord. No. You know, oh, <laughs> say something stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's an opinion. I mean, it's so because you it, can break it down. Better, better. I mean, if you look at the, the better overall superstar was oh, Shawn Michaels. Thank you, Shawn Michaels. Okay, Bret Hart in the ring. He's a technician, absolute mm-hmm. clinic, like similar to um, like a Dean Malenko, yeah, or Lance Storm. Yeah, these no. guys are great in the ring, but Lance Storm's so boring. But I Bret Hart, this. I think he he was just yeah, you know, he you wasn't know bad. I noticed because yeah. I was watching the Ruthless Aggression um documentary, right? Mm-hmm. I was watching the Doing Aggression documentary this morning, and it got to um John Cena. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I realized in each and every era of wrestling, there's two different type of top stars. Yep. There is the crossover success, mm-hmm. and there's the wrestler wrestler. Mm-hmm. And in this era, the wrestler wrestlers is the Seths, mm-hmm. the AJs, mm-hmm. and the crossover is the Romans. The wrestler uh-huh. wrestlers, you better throw Daniel Bryan name in that. Yeah, absolutely. That was know, the first no, thing no, I no, thought he was like, going to That's up. the first thing that came to mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, I had, to, I had to smirk it out in there. I realized that you need both. Yep. To make WWE function. Absolutely. Because Brett held it down in the ring uh-huh. when HBK was going through his 
medical stuff, uh-huh. going through his drug addiction, mm-hmm. going through I lost my smile, because you need the workhorse guy, the top guy. Mm-hmm. In our era, in Attitude Era, we had, it was Stone Cold at a little bit at one point, but The Rock took it over. And Stone Cold's like, yeah, I'm going to stay right here. This mm-hmm. is me, this Saturday third. So I agree with you, but I think that if you look at a standpoint that what WWE was going for was that pure, realistic point of get everyday guys to come in. This is why Brett is everyone's favorite. Okay. Because he was the top of the top with other guys that was not so much on his level. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is more of the, I'm going to get you crossover success because mm-hmm. this is just not my attitude. Mm-hmm. And you may not mean me in the ring, but you're going to need me to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, HBK that's... was that dude. But yeah. then at the same time with HBK, I would say his in-ring work, because he was a sensational seller. So he would make things, Brett's like, he was a technician to where you had such a great worked match. and yes. HBK mm. was so good at bringing life to what was going on in the ring. Although it may be so good as the, you know, uh, crossover star as well, he could hold his own Definitely. for a sense. He wasn't better in the ring than than Brett, no, but overall character, I think it was essential for certain sort of you know people like that. I don't think I think people don't give him enough credit. Mm-hmm. HBK and his for his in ring ability. Yes, where what once again he he is the godfather to half these motherfuckers when it comes to the super kick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, he is like what you said. His he knows how to sell through a match. He knows how to book a match yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference than working a match, like you said, with with Brett, like you know, going through the motions, you know, not going through the motions, but you know, doing the movement stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. That's great and all. That shit ain't putting butts in the seats. No, it's the story <laughs> behind yeah. it. No, 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 but it's but even the story you can tell with that. Uh, Sean took it to the next level where it was like, yo, I believe this shit. Mm-hmm. I believe you're going through this thing. Mm-hmm. Granted, Sean had the worst attitude ever. No, absolutely. Terrible. Top five terrible. attitude. Top Sean's still terrible. one of my favorite wrestlers of terrible. all time. Terrible but, but, but I'm I'm honest. I'm honest, I'm honest about my heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only person I don't want to meet and be disappointed about is The Rock. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. It, See, yeah, I feel like the moment you do, and like for any reason he's an asshole, you will be crushed. I would be I would legitimately be, be like crushed. destroyed. Mm. But Sean, I accept it. Like, yo, you ain't what a nice person. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. See, that's I, how I, I felt when I met Brett. Like, I thought Brett was gonna be a complete asshole. Really? And then when I <clears> met him, he was like the nicest guy ever. When did you meet him? I met him uh, about me what, three, four years ago? That was after the cancer. Oh, it was after he married the black girl. So I was I was good money. Ah, I think it was more cancer. Because you survived death. I mean, well, you dodge a bullet there. You got to be grateful I mean, for everybody you encounter. I mean, dodging bullets forever. forever. Well, yes. I mean, well, unfortunate in his case. I mean, yeah. he was the only one who had armor. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... it's wow. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, I just it's kind of dark. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> this one. It, it, with, with meeting the, your, your, the wrestlers that you want to meet. I, I mean, some sometimes it could be warranted for them to kind of yeah. be, depending on how you meet yeah. them. Like if it's at a signing or something, then like they're was, not really going to be too much of a douche. But if you like no, catch like a grocery let store, me tell you, I would imagine. For example, like, I saw Low Key. At um at a at um at a wrestling event, H-O-G. like oh yeah, I think I was there during that one. Like his whole swag, man. I just didn't it's like it. I, just, I, I think I, he's a quiet no. guy. No, the, the thing about low key weird shoulders. <laughs> It's because he has no neck. No, exactly. But, but Who don't of, have no neck? The, low key. So the thing oh, about low key, yeah. low key is low key. Yeah, yeah he's really quiet. He's, he's about himself, himself. Mm-hmm. and he's, he's a loner. He's one of those people where 
he's super honest because I've met him and had a like legit conversation with him. Yeah. Like a complete like 30 minute conversation. Yeah. He's one of those, you know that rapper that's all about music? Doesn't care. Don't want fans and don't want stardom, but just okay. wants to do just their just craft. Just wants to do their craft. Okay. That's low key. That's J. Cole. That's low key to the T. And <clears throat> so meet and greets is low, low key awkward. Yeah. No so, but he doesn't do meet and greets. Yeah. He, he. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen him. That do was a the first time I've actually seen him like have his own area and table oh, yeah. and stuff like so that. So he might do like once in a but he doesn't do that. Uh, he doesn't care. Okay. He doesn't care for that because he knows who he is. Yeah. He's he's about the art form and speaking to him, which um, because Finn Balor took his whole style. Whole style. Wow. Whole style. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I like Finn. Mm. But look at Finn Russell. Look at low-key Russell. Yeah. It's Switchblade and, 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 and it is it, it is it is what it is. Typical mm. colonizer. So, here we go. No, he's Irish. He's, he's, not, really Irish. he's not really a colonizer. <laughs> anyway, actually, let's jump into some um homework before we get right into Yes, so pizza. our beef is ended. Actually, okay. every the last like three that. weeks, mm. I've said on the podcast like, "Yo, we got beef, we got beef." So now I've officially ended the beef. We don't have beef anymore. I promise. I said it on air. I told you I would tell the world. So we ain't got no beef. So shout out to Ish and his podcast, and you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and all that jazz. But anyway, um, let's get to some homework before we get to beginning our episode so um we do have our aw viewing party um next saturday at playwright bars once again not legends playwright bar was where we did our first aw viewing party um so please come out support uh we also are gonna go back to legends for wwe's elimination chamber um sunday march the 8th um, and it is going to be hosted by my girls from the Pretty Hill Gang. So make sure to come out and support the girls. This will be, once again, we are on the road to WrestleMania. So once again, the boys will be um, in New York um, holding the fort down for NXT TakeOver and for WrestleMania while I will actually be in Tampa, Florida. Yo, what's um, Super Showdown? Super Showdown is next Thursday. So we're actually going to do predictions today. That is on wow. the agenda because that came out of nowhere. But the card actually isn't that bad. Actually, so I'm actually kind of a little excited. It's one of those cards that when when it gets together, because the last one I don't think was that bad either. So when you watch, you're like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. But yeah, it's Super Showdown is next Thursday on the WWE Network um, at 12 o'clock. So while you're at work, yeah. I know I'm watching on my phone. So. Someone call you that is young. Really? Oh, I've gotten that too. Yeah. Really? That's from, you know, you know who, who said yeah. that. See, I told you, it's starting. Yeah. It's right. starting. Fair enough. And I make it worse by acknowledging it. When you yeah. don't acknowledge it, and then like, don't say nothing. But when he, when he sees it, he go, ha ha. Yeah, then it's all fair and games. Um, but once again, while I'm in Tampa, Florida, please come out support my love, Miss Faye Jackson, on her gray sweatpants, Battle Royal. Um, tickets are on sale on eventbrite.com. But if it was booty shorts and titties out, nobody would say shit. So please right. be quiet. Like this. As they shouldn't do. Exactly. So I'll be the first one there. Niggas out here with gray sweats is a whole problem. I'm rushing the ring. Because, oh, wait. Man, we're not that was a weird transition because she had said gray <laughs> yeah. sweats and then I said I'm rushing the rushing ring. Oh, the ring. no. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh. we're not cattle out here. At least we admire your whole body. You just admire our penises. Exactly, brother. Come on, B. Come that on, is B. not the truth. We, first of all, before we went on air, y'all talking about feet. So y'all. The whole body. Let me That's separate not the myself. Whole body. So, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But before we continue, before we continue. <laughs> Women do not give a fuck about a man's body. Facts. At all. It's all about the dick to you. No. It really no. is all about dick. These harlots in these streets. 
getting rid of the rest of our body. Only it's care all about, about our You are not going to sermon us like Seth Rollins tried to no. do this past oh, Monday. Oh, am I just... No, it's just... a, it's all about dick. Yeah. It's not all about dick. Yes, though. it is. Lies. It's not. Lies. Dick and um, your pockets. Yep. It's definitely... Exactly. No. Certain individuals, yes, but not... Oh. oh, oh! So you're you're more cultured. Ooh, let me see your accounts. Mm. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> show me the paperwork. Show show me your stamps on your passport. Oh, stamps on the how passport. Well, you know how that happens <laughs> with your <Money>. account. <laughs> exactly. So suddenly we've walked back to the bank statement. <laughs> but I got my own, so it's cool. Oh well, Yo, the two can't be bad. Ralph Rain said that. Ralph Rain said that. Is that some more Joe or Young Ma? <laughs> Well, there it is. He said, "Young Ma." That's hilarious. And people said that. Shout out to Joe. I see you out here. He does not look like Joe. No, he like, does look like I Samoa swear. Joe. At first, I thought it was Samoa Joe. You thought it? I walked in here with Samoa Joe? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, that'd be strangled. pretty dope, actually. It would be. It actually, I love be his theme song. Phenomenal. Um, but once again, Faye Jackson presents the Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal down in Tampa, Florida, the Saturday night, the night before WrestleMania. And then when we when I come back to Tampa, we will all be together in the gang at Women Crush Wednesdays um, by Battle Club Pro. It's their all-female show. Um, so shout-outs to Joe Keen and the team at Battle Club. And then once again, July 4th. I better see your little ass there. What? July 4th. July 4th. Jobber Slam. Jobber happening. Presents. Jobber Tears Podcast presents Jobber Slam. Big so. Swole. Tasha Steele. <laughs> Simon Miller. Up down, Sir Wilkins, aka Rico Haiti. You haven't said that in a while. Bringing it back. <laughs> so tickets will be on sale. I'm gonna do it for soon, the, you know what? Soon, I'm gonna do it for the live stream. I'm gonna do it for the live. Yeah, podcast. he's facing his first wrestling match. He's facing Simon. Oh, the first one. Yeah. yeah. So you've had this segment for years. <laughs> And never fought somebody? No, never. I have a photo from 2015 with this man in the yeah. background screaming with his mouth completely open. Where's this picture? Yeah. Huh? Oh, that's a good question. It might be on my other friend's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, phone. Uh, but Because uh, this before I had Instagram or everything like that. But yeah, I have this guy in a single at the, um, the WrestleMania uh, 31 watch party. I think that was at Legends. Yeah, so if you just had this single walking around like that? Yeah, for it's years. Interesting. We're up to 33 now, right? No. 30, 36. 36? Oh, 36. 36. Definitely 36. Bro, yeah. 36. How long have you been training? About, about a, year? a year. A year? Oh, how's that been? It's been pretty solid. It's been how's pretty the fun. new school? What was it like after taking your first bump? <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. I have a thick back. Pause. Well, there it is. <laughs> how's the new school, though? New school is beautiful. What are you working out at? No, I can't, can't talk about it. Can't oh, talk okay. About fair it. enough. Fair enough. I just was talking in code. I just wanted to know. I okay, had right. I hit up somebody else and asked. I'm like, "Do you like the new school? Like, like, a, like a mom, like first day of school? Like, how do you like your school?" I wish I knew wrestling schools. I would have said, "I'll blink this number of times so I would know." <laughs> Damn it! I only know one. Well, I'll tell you off camera. <laughs> oh, there's a few. Which one you know? Oh, uh, the the H O G. Okay. Yes. You know what about doing wrestling? Um, I did until um. You took your first bump. No, when I got when I I think when I was. Maybe about nineteen, and then reality had set in of um how how many days they work per year. Like, oh. yeah, I don't want to make that kind so of. So, to ask you a question, since you're here, uh-huh. let's start to the basics. How you end up transitioning to YouTube, and 
So how about you? You, you tell you introduce everyone, yourself. yeah, like yeah. So, I mean, he introduced himself, but tell yeah, everyone like essentially like who you really okay. are. Um, well, I'm a comedian, uh, social, uh, uh, social. I uh, well, I technically yes, uh, uh, content creator, yeah, social oh. media, uh, uh, content creator. In, well, not necessarily influencer. I mean, mm. people do get influence. Everything can really be an influencer. Exactly. That and also stand up comedian as well. Yes. So uh, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, I was playing football um, all through high school, college, school and then um, I went to Grady High School. Here in uh, William E. Grady High School here in Brooklyn. Oh, and then, Grady. Well, here in Brooklyn, but I don't mean where I'm in Manhattan. But, you know, um, <laughs> then went to Alfred State College, and I played two years there. Okay, wide receiver, right? I was playing wide receiver, yes. Yeah, so um, things were kind of, it was weird because it was, I went from a JUCO, and then we changed from a JUCO junior college to a D3 Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we went, and my first year, I was pretty. We were in JUCO, and then the school elevated up to D three, and then I was in D three. But because it was like a revolving door of people transferring everything, you could build relationships with quarterbacks and things like that. All right, next year we're going to do this, or this year we're going to do that. All of a sudden they leave. So both Damn. years I had a whole different quarterback. So then going into the third one, it was going to be a brand new quarterback again. And then they had players who left, and then they're coming back. So there's favoritism amongst. So I'm on the field, but then they're throwing the ball in different directions and all this. And I'm like, all right, well. I uh, guess it's fuck me. So <laughs> sounds the, like the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, exactly. So things of that nature, they suck. By the way, so, but you know, and, and then once do. that happened, I said, "All right, yeah, I finished with um." No, I was before I got done with school. Uh, my business law professor, because we used to have mock trials and things of that nature. Mm-hmm, that's For some apparent reason, yes, it was very fun. For some apparent reason, I was ridiculously entertaining. I never gave it any mind. I was just being myself. So he pulled me to the side one time. He's like, "Why are you here?" Well, I mean, this class, I kind of had to go and get <laughs> my college. credit. I'm like, no, 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 why are you here? Like, what are you What are you in school for? I'm like, oh, you know, get a business degree or something like that and then do all these things. Like, dude, you should be doing entertainment. I'm like, what are you talking about? And that he would point out the different sort of things that I would do. Like, I did these little things, the things that I was just, the certain sort of movements that you would do. Uh-huh. So then um, he said, you should go back to your room, do like a life reflection and think about it. So I went back to my room and I thought back to every aspect of my life. I was always either entertaining or I was trying to do something to make myself laugh. And if somebody else did, that would be cool too. So then once that happens, hmm, okay, I'll give this some thought. So um, I ended up changing my degree from a four-year to a two-year, graduated, um, worked for a whole year, saved up all my money, started doing stand-up, and then here we are in 2016. And the only reason why I started doing- we're in 2016? Uh, um, well, no, in, in, I started in 2016. Okay. Yeah, we're in 2020 now. I was um, about to be like, but, man, a whole new decade. So you wasn't no. on, on YouTube for that long then? No, I got on YouTube in uh, uh, 2016 as well. Where did you I, get on Pornhub? Uh, I got on Pornhub uh, 2018. This guy. Yeah, yeah, got so on Pornhub 2018. I because how I discover you is mm-hmm. me being me, like mm-hmm. I was on YouTube- you actually got referred to um, Reggie Cruz. You don't heard him before, right? He's on Wild Out right now. Reggie Cruz. Wow, Cruz? Still on? Cruz? Mm. Yeah, Wild Out is Yeah, he's on Wild Out right now. Oh, talking, oh, he, talking he, to the he, mic. He, he oh, sings. Sorry, sorry. He sings. Yes, right? yes, yes. He like does, um, Mr. Yeah. Is it Mr. Um, I don't know. It's something with it's a something choir like or something that. like that. And then yeah. you got recommended. Uh-huh. I was just like, all right. Which and video was it? I don't remember. God damn it. But I ended up going a deep rabbit hole in your videos mm-hmm. that I literally followed you, you daily. Said deep rabbit hole? Yeah, mm-hmm. very deep one. And like, I follow him. But you put an S on there. You made it, like, made it he went to YouTube. Like, well, it's actually like a real YouTube <laughs> headquarters. Yeah. And I don't know how it is now, uh, 2016. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know how it is that you complain that no one could help you, this, that, uh-huh. and third. I was like, wow. Ever yeah, since I then, remember when I went there. Right. Nobody helping you. No yeah. one helps you. Like, Damn. I, that's a whole other story why I went there. Mm-hmm. But then you evolve into like what you have right now. So, how you get into commentary these games like why and then, oh, you used to also commentary um 
my six my six hundred life. Uh huh. Yeah. How you got oh, into my six hundred? Yes, like that's oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So you did. So you did commentary for. Like shows, like, like shows yeah. and stuff of that. What made you get into that? What? what oh, was it was like the moment. Um, I was just trying to find my niche online because at first, the very first video I ever posted, it was like a month after I started doing the stand up, and I got like a thousand views. I was just ranting about you know driving, and it started raining, and people no longer knew how to drive. So I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. So if I start posting videos, perhaps I can also get a following from being on stage and also being behind the camera. So I was just do rants here and there and then i would see things and i and rather than um doing voiceover work it was kind of i would cut so you see the clip you cut back to me then you see but it was so much cutting back and forth so i said oh, you know what i'll just record and put like a voiceover behind it i never did sports until um i think it was a uh, a punt or something like that and somebody the, the, the punter from the seattle seahawks in like 20 um 17 he was running the ball squirted out of his hand nobody touched him so when that happened i said okay well it looks like he was um i can't remember the exact line he was running and the ball squirted out of his hand okay that's what i thought i heard too yeah so i was like oh he must have saw a poltergeist or something that happened and then it got like three hundred thousand, you know views i'm like okay uh, maybe i'll do commentary on sports and then i called the entire nba finals it had like a hundred thousand views per um video damn and then did the whole nfl season i accumulated i think over 60 million for the entire season. So then things started going from there. So Should all right, yeah, I'll start doing some Hollywood. stuff. Hollywood. Somebody's calling Pooch. Mar Glove got together. How y'all end up starting Hold My Nuggets podcast? How did I come? Uh, uh, well, we went to we, we went to church together for forever. So I knew him for a long time. Uh, but then when we started the podcast, it was just because um, we both, you know, talk sports and just really needed somebody to go and talk with somebody else about because we would have the same conversations we have on the show we'd have that off why don't we just put this together we're both comedians we both enjoy sports we're good personalities why not go ahead and do it and that's what happened how long have you guys been doing the podcast um we started in i think june of 2019 yeah oh wow i'm doing that so podcast. Yes. about six months like little six eight months ago yeah yeah six eight months ago yes nice mm-hmm. so what has been i guess like one of the most like i feel like because we're coming up on what two, what two years three years eight years oh. what's one moment that you guys can that you can say like this was the the moment for us like as a podcast like the two of you Oh, where I can say it was the moment. Um, or like the episode you guys recorded, you was just like, "Yo, this, this is, this is it." Hmm. I don't think we've had that yet. Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't think we've had that yet. There's still relatively new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think we've had it. Like, yo, this one is. It. I, don't, I don't think that's ever happened yet. Okay. Yeah, but we always have fun at the end. Like, oh, that was great, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. That's good. So, what's one thing you you your plan for 2020 with your podcast? Um, probably. Well, the the goal is to get past um 10k, um subscribers, and uh, pro- most likely on YouTube. So I think there's that, and then um just being able to average a good number of people, like get a community, um versus just having a ton of viewers. Like I'd love to have people who's anticipating to you know come back, but then they also partake. As well, like that, we're all become, like build a, a network, build a family. Got you. Yes, okay. Yes. Last question for me: mm-hmm. Where you got that shirt from? Everybody keeps asking. That. Yo, oh, this I, is um, by far like one of the best. I need to get this shirt. I wish I had the exact website, but I think it's like tap or die. So if you just like if you go if you go on Google, type in Chris Benoit 
Make America tap out again. It should pop up the first link. Well, the, they're going to have the sponsored links. So then the first link, you go there. They'll have an amalgam of different T-shirts. That's You'll a shirt see that, um, that's, I remember once they had one for Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes. Advertise on Facebook a couple of times. Yeah, so they got a couple. That's where you can find the T-shirt. Good well, T-shirt. It's going to pop up on Facebook for me later. Yeah. You're not always listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely worth it. Well, SEOs mm-hmm. are real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's jump in. As um, the last few weeks, yeah, you know, it's tap, it's tap or die. Tap or oh, die. Yeah. You can get this nice, crisp, crisp and wash Ooh. shirt. Make America tap out again. Who's the best outside of Benoit? Because honestly, Benoit is like Ooh. one of my favorite technical wrestlers of all time. Who's um a few other technical wrestlers that you love? Kurt Angle. Ooh, it's a good choice. Does Chris Jericho count? Yes, Jericho definitely counts. Okay, all right. He's the Alatola rock and roller. Yeah, a bunch of people. Oh, he's not really technical wrestling. Fuck you mean? He is definitely technical. Watch all all of the shit he did in WCW during the Cruiserweight time. That's by far the most technical shit you're ever going to see. Masterclass performer. He was definitely definitely not a Cruiserweight, but in the Cruiserweight division. Who? Sus. Jericho. Jericho. Jericho was a Cruiserweight. No, he was under 205. Yes, he was small. Yeah, the work he was doing at ECW, he was kind of, yeah, he was good. Yo, Jericho but was that small. Was... Yeah, in Japan, yeah, too. Yeah, For today's standards, he's big. No, look, he's, no, he's big Because he gained oh, well, weight. He's big He gained a he's lot aged. of weight. Oh, okay. Le Champion has aged, so. He's like 49, maybe, or something like that. And on top of it, I think he was speaking about it, where he changed, like, his body uh, because of the Japan style of they're more bulky and all the yeah, other stuff. So that's why he decided to get so much large. He really is. He he can truly make the argument that he's the greatest of all time. He, he has he a legitimate has, argument. He has a legitimate argument. He's definitely a goat. Like, period. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree there's a legitimate you. argument to be the greatest of all you. time. Huh? Absolutely. But um, if I had to say other technical wrestlers beside uh, 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 Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, um, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart, Dean, um, Dean Malenko, mm. for sure. Peter Dunn. I see um, Oh, yeah, Pete Dunn's he's pretty good there as well. I'm glad you said Peter Dunn. I'm he saying, said the whole thing is so proper. Um, <laughs> who else was there? They have other... Uh, uh, I'll never say Natalia. Underrated uh, technical wrestler. No, I don't Under- do that. No, Who's the most underrated technical wrestler of the Most underrated. Underrated. Underrated? Well, people don't talk... Uh, yeah, because uh, nobody cares yeah. about Nobody him. talks about him like yeah. that. Lance Storm. Uh, um, oh, wow. That, what, Daniel uh, Bryan's not underrated. No. You can't underrate Dan. Al Snow. Al Snow. Ah. Okay. Ken Shamrock? Ken. Ken, yeah. Ken is definitely. He's not not that technical. What? Ken Ken wasn't that technical. Hmm. Ken's a a brawler. Really? Shout outs to Ken Shamrock for being um, inducted into Impact's um, Hall of Fame this year. But he wrestled like four matches with them. Well, he's still being inducted this year. Is is Red in there? Red? I don't think so, no. Because I think they only have. But Red Run TNA was, uh, wasn't the greatest after Hogan came, and they gave it to and they gave Ken Shamrock a four match well, Hall exactly. of Fame shit. <laughs> that, that's what did it for me. <laughs> if you got it after four matches, put everybody in. I mean, I ain't gonna front. They missed the ball with Red, big time. Impact, mean, they missed the, the the whole industry yeah. missed the ball with Red. Definitely missed the ball with Red. Like he was mad young, and he put like I don't want to talk about. That. Oh, <laughs> well, in. Once again, as I was saying, we are... Oh, he was the first world champion, Ken Chevron. Yes, NWA champion. And then and then R-Truth beat him for it. Yes. 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 Thank you, Get Big 502. <laughs> How do you get big? I guess that's the area code. I don't know. 
Anyway, in honor of Black History Month, the last two weeks <laughs> we've been people. acknowledging um, some, you know, a male and a female um, af- wrestler of African American descent. <laughs> um, but this week I wanted to switch it up. Um, I actually wanted to give it um, a discussion, more or less, to the table since we do have our guests tonight. I wanted to quickly, as quickly as not as quickly as possible, but I wanted to just kind of get an idea or a round table idea. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current state of um, black wrestling? Like. I mean, once again, we're coming off of, you know, a year ago, Kofi was on his road to WrestleMania and then him winning the title at WrestleMania um, to, you know, a whole bunch of other like things in pockets of, you know, accomplishments, not only, you know, on the on a bigger scale, but also on the independent scene as well. Um, So I just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, can people of color get over in wrestling? I feel like that's one of the like things we all think about like when we see things like a lot of people who felt the way when Bianca Belair didn't win the title this past weekend on NXT TakeOver Portland um and then you have some people that are like you know it's just not her time yet you know things you know things will happen they will come but do they truly ever do come so um wanted to go around and just get your idea on you know right now what do you think um is the current state of wrestling for people of color uh, me, honestly, go I'll first. go first. Talking, Talking to, to the, the mic. mic. Sorry, it's kind of represents how it is. In, how how does it is in America? Is we get stuff, we make it dope, like from rap, from clothing. Our whole culture as an entirety is always will be appropriated by everybody. You know, we shape the world. And in wrestling, we always have been shaping the world in wrestling. We're just not getting our credit. And I feel like a lot of it's just there's too much. It's it's basically let's be serious. Majority of the audience is white, so with them is is white middle of America. So they have this per this they have this exception of white people. A lot of them, the baby boomers, we're slowly outnumbering them. They still have the whole the, the, that the, the whole ideology how the world is. And it's hard to change someone's mindset when they've been on earth for so long and what they've been when they've been through. So personally, WWE, I WWE, I feel like the best time they had pure black excellence was, was during the Rufus Aggression era. They had all those stars. You know, if like, person, cool. like MVP, Shelton Benjamin, they had Jacqueline, they had um they had that black girl who won tough enough. Like she's great size, big. And she was like Charlotte, but she was black. Good. What black girl don't want tough enough? Um, she was with those two. Um, she was Dominations. Um, oh, uh, Shaniqua. Yes. Yeah, with the uh, the Basham brothers. Yes. Oh, she was hard in yes. Face, oh, she yes. was. She but was. but effort though, son. She was a beast. She's an athlete now. She's a referee for um for um for college ball too. Like oh, that's reason. dope. Yeah. Oh, but that all these black wrestlers, what they did with them, nothing. You know, oh, I mean, I wouldn't say nothing. Shelton Benjamin had a dope okay, ass into the fine, continental. Fine, 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 fine. But my thing is this: he couldn't speak. There's ways around that. Like what? There's ways. Put yo, put him with Paul Heyman during Paul that time. Was with but no, I'm Paul. saying this though. They no, could, not during that time. They could have done with something. Paul wasn't, Paul wasn't even there with Shelton Benjamin. They could have done something to mask his his. his could have something to mask it because during that time. They matched Batista bad commentary. I mean, bad um bad um bad um mic work, and he ended up becoming world champion. So there's ways around certain handicaps with certain wrestlers. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. Now you probably look like, all right, he had he didn't have the charisma, but he had the ring work. Mm -hmm. Chris Ron didn't have the mic mic work, but he had the ring work. All right, MVP 
was more of a wrestler entertainment. That's what you was looking for. But you didn't push MVP. You gave him a losing streak. Come on, son. And then there's other cap like Bobby Lashley didn't have the mic work, but yet he Still was a beast. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all didn't push him. So I just feel like WWE, it's all come down to Vince because Trips get it. You know, yes, he did bury Booker T and that oh, WrestleMania 19 by taking everyone, two years to pin him. But I forgive you, Trips. You don't. I forgive you. You don't, because y'all bring it up every time every you time get a chance. To remind him that where you come from, Conalyza. <laughs> you feel me? But nevertheless, the <laughs> overall, though, I just feel like the business, we just got to change. We got with with us, it also comes with us, too. Like, people get mad at that dude that, um, <clears throat> what's the dude's name? Um. With the shirt idea, Miles Morales, not Miles Morales, to do with the shirt, the smile. ACH. 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 People get mad at him how he did stuff, though. The Mark Henry, the Booker T of the world. But, yo, bro, you handle stuff that way because it fit for that generation of wrestlers. We in a new generation. And us people who coming up, we got to take that route and speak up for that. Because unless we speak up as a community, there will never be changes like that. So I personally think that change start with us. We got to speak up and just be more of a voice. Even us as a black podcast, continue doing what we do what we have to do. Shout out to Black Wrestling Lives to show a spotlight on these black wrestlers. From Latinos, I mean from like the Afro-Latinos, from all across the world, he's showing a spotlight on black wrestlers. Shout out to Joe Kim. You know, always make sure you have those, the brothers on here, you know. Shout out to the others wrestling family to make sure they have brothers, put them on screen. We're out there. But it's for us as people to make sure that how that we spotlight us first. Because that's the only way that we ever get a change if we speak up. There's no more protests and all that. Nah. Now we gotta fight. Got me Malcolm X out here, B. Yo, shout out to Malcolm X. It's a dope ass documentary on Netflix. Mm. It's a series. I highly recommend everyone to watch that shit. Cause I'm on like episode three or six. And boy, the nation of Islam messed with that nigga hard. Like, mm. oof. All right, Sir Wilkins, what are your thoughts on the current state of black wrestling? Um, first off, shout outs to Ethel um, Johnson, Bobo Brazil, first black um, wrestlers, female and female. Shout outs to them. Mm-hmm. So, the current state of black wrestling in the industry, let's talk about it. First things first, we're, at a good, we're in a good place. A lot of people will not agree with me, especially black wrestling fans. But let's break it down for it. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And you got to appreciate where, where you came from before you start shitting on the current situation. Granted, is it a per- perfect situation? No. Nope. But are we, are we, have, you, have we made a lot of progress? Yes. One of the biggest things that a lot of people don't understand is that there's not that many black wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So... That's the first. You breathe mad hard. Mad hard. You breathe mad hard. Mad, mad hard. Like you just mad had hard. sex. I was like, is Dark Vader in this bitch? Like, what the fuck so, is going on? So, it's not a lot of black wrestlers in the industry in general. Is it changing? Yes. It it is changing. It's one of those. It's one of those points where it's changing so fast that they have no choice but to pay attention. If you look at the current NXT roster and the current NXT, like even the, the like locker room or the performance, the center. performance center is a lot of black people. Why? Because they go after athletes, mm-hmm. and they have no choice but to pick up black people. I'm gonna speak on Bianca Belair for a second. A lot of people don't understand development. No, 
Bianca just came into her own. A lot of people will say, no, that is not true. She's been ready. No, she was not. She just got ready just recently. She just got comfortable on the mic to drop a promo that she did on Wednesday night. Ooh, we're going to talk about it later. Where, she felt, where it she felt comfortable enough to be in the ring by herself and do what she did. But yet, most fans, most wrestling fans aren't patient. Most wrestling fans don't understand development of, of stars. Now, granted, if she was there 100% and she hasn't gotten the title, I would say something. Now, mostly, you mentioned a lot of people. A lot of them are entertaining on the mic. What, what is WWE? What has Vince literally, literally said of what WWE is? Sports entertainment. You can't entertain. You can't be a star. You can't. You can't. MVP, he left WWE because he wanted to wrestle in Japan. They offered him a massive contract, but he decided to leave. He said it himself. So is the black wrestling community in wrestling great? No. It's solid. It's solid. It's growing because they have to pay attention. Because you know what it is now? Especially in the independent scene, people know where to go to wrestle. People know where to go. Hey, I want to learn how to wrestle. Oh, there's a school down the block. There's a school two miles down. There's a school there. Before, there wasn't that many schools out there. And it was a bunch in, a, in a predominantly white neighborhoods. If, I live, if I'm a kid from the hood, you know how it is sometimes? You don't cross that train track. And you don't know any knowledge about what's going on on the other side of that train track. And sometimes that school's on the other side of that train track. True. The biggest thing about the community, about why blacks aren't, there's not so many blacks in the wrestling community because they don't know where to go. It's knowledge. That's, 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 what the, that's what it is. It's knowledge. The Hispanic community is built around wrestling. From the time you were a little kid, you learn about wrestling. Most black kids, they, they learn about wrestling a little bit up until like 12. Then they stop watching because people start saying it's stupid. Yes or no? Am I correct? No, I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a table true. with a full of black people. Am no, I correct? That's absolutely the truth. Like, because you, you, are, you are told that you need to stop watching wrestling after a certain it's time. Fake, it's, it's fake. It's fake. You need to stop. Or is that? That's Other communities you... don't do that like that. No. Oh, like, the, oh, you ever been to a Lucha show? Woo! Dr- they it, draw. It's, it's it could be a bunch of nobodies. It's, it's culture. It's culture. Mm-hmm. And it's, they will all come out on a Saturday night in the middle of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And come and pack out Gaucho's gym mm-hmm. for a lucha show, and that's and Legit. that's and that's what I'm saying. So our culture is not is, doesn't have a huge wrestling fan base, but it but 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 then again, it does. The reason why the culture moved up north, the Great Migration, a little history lesson. The reason why we moved up north because of the Industrial Revolution, we move up north because wrestling was heavy in the south. Yes or no? Yeah. Absolutely. And then it moves closer up north, and then. Black people who are wrestling fans moved up north. And that's how it grew up north even more within our community. So are we in a bad spot? No, but we're in a growing spot. Literally, wrestling is where the NBA was in the 1960s. Where you fuck with your mailman. And yeah, Will Chamberlain dunking all over a bunch of mailmans. The the, the milkman. The butcher. That's, That's where wrestling is when it comes to the black community. Because we haven't infiltrated 100%. 
But the first thing out of, out of Cody's mouth when he's talking about, are you, are, are you, um, are you, uh, uh, how, how are we getting new wrestlers? First thing out of the mouth is Chris Bay. Impact beating to the punch. Nah, it's not gonna beat nobody to the punch. Impact don't, don't sign real contracts. So, so, so you ain't signing real contracts at Impact. That, those contracts don't mean shit. But like I said, first thing out of the mouth is Chris Bay. First thing out the mouth when, when they hear about, they want to hear about diversity because they have to. We're at a point. There's too many black wrestlers in the independent scene that you gotta pay attention. The point I'm trying to make right now is that we're making noise, and people are hearing us. That's where we're at. That's exactly where we're at in the community. We're making noise. Oh, have we established ourselves in the community yet? No. Because like you said, majority of the motherfuckers are white. So so, so you're going to cater to that. But talent is talent. And if they're entertaining, they're entertaining. entertaining. Like Shad almost got a... a, a, Shad talked about it. He fucked up himself. It's the politics. The other thing behind it, you mentioned something. I'm I'm, I'm going to let you talk, Mr. Adonis. Mm. The politics behind the game. Because you got the old heads in the fucking back who shit on the black people that come up. So we talked about politics numerous times on this show. And that's one of the biggest problems because you're going to have a racist motherfucker who's the booker who's like, nah, I ain't fuck with this black kid. But that's why you got to change You got to change the culture. Mm-hmm. White and black. Because they need that. You need black people in, in every type of room because now... You're changing the game, and you're making it more of a show that everybody wants to see. That's that's what literally what it is. So we're uh, we're making noise in the ring. We need to make noise behind the stage. Mm-hmm. We need to make noise in the gorilla. That's what it is. That's my point. Hey, Mr. Donis, what are your thoughts on the current state of wrestling for the black community? Well, uh, Mr. Black and Sir, um, Sir Wilkins both said something that was very important. Uh, one, regarding yours, where it's take your ball and go home. Um, in the case of ACH, where he felt as if um, he was done wrong. So instead of saying, all right, I'm going to keep trying to fight with you until you do me right. No, I'm going to I'm going to walk because if people don't have the power to go and leave, because as you were talking about now, we're in a position to where you have a ton of different places you can go. It's no longer a monopoly where the biggest company you must go here mm-hmm. in order to no. get your name made. So if you can now walk and go somewhere else and get your name made, do so. But in the case of the current black wrestler, um, we're definitely making a ton of po- uh, progress where I would say masters of the undercard and middle card. There is no better community than the black community when it comes to uh, winning in the middle of card and everything else like that to the point where we're slowly oh, ascending to get to the top. And then when you become the main event in every single place, you're, it becomes undeniable. So it's similar to, let's say, the NFL. I'm happy you said the NBA, but... I would say it's much further. I'd say we're in the the beginning of this 21st century of where the NFL was with black quarterbacks. quarterbacks yes. Because look at it now. You have your Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, uh, uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson. And it's so undeniable. Black quarterbacks are in demand. In the case of the black wrestler... We're now, we're, black wrestler right now, in the case of football, the wide receivers, the cornerbacks, the linemen, the ever. So black wrestlers are everywhere. They're dominating in the, the, the women's division, slowly coming up in each company in places that where they are. In the tag division, it's undeniable how good we are there as well. Prolific. All of them. Uh, everywhere. So as you said regarding, you know, in the back behind the scenes, you just got to either, hey, or, or bark a little bit and say, all right, oh, you can't deny this. Like with Kofi Kingston, 
it it got to the point where with booking you saw he was denied for so long and once reality said like yo wait a minute he's never had a title match ever ever everybody got behind it because people when they see they, I, I think in the case of the wrestling community if something has been wrong for a long period of time oh, and now it becomes evident to the people yes. people will get behind that person and rally behind that person mm-hmm. but if people don't feel as if you're ready you almost have to prove to, to the people that you are ready. Similar to what you mentioned about a, a certain, like, for example, Bobby Lashley. Sensational um, in the ring, but he was so, Trash in, in a mic. sense, boring on the mic. And you didn't give him a mouthpiece to speak for him. Now, when he was getting ready to go and get his push, and I believe it was 2007 when he ended up getting, you know, I think it was his girlfriend or something and the stuff that happened. Yeah. But. It was a wrong place, wrong time sort of situation. Yeah. In Shelton's case, I would have hoped that they bet on Shelton to go and show to the people what he can do. But you've just got to maximize with what's given to you. And then from that point where it becomes undeniable, you have to. The 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 the, the people who are the bookers and everything, they're going to have to. Because, especially in yeah. nowadays. Because if you're in WWE, right. you've won, like for example, the New Day. If... They were at the point to where they never got a championship match at all. Let's just say they were never tag champs or nothing. If they threatened to walk, Vince would have to give them what they want because they know the impact that they have. Once you become undeniable, this, what, what was it that Cody said? You became, uh, you went from uh, um, some unreliable to unfucking deniable, something yeah. like that. That's what you got to become. But it's one of the things that you mentioned is that New Day made themselves so hot. Yes. And... Their money. Mm-hmm. When you create money, nobody can deny you. Yep, absolutely. And they, they, it, it's black people are money. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning of time, it, it's also one thing that Road Dog told Ron Killings: when the black people like him, you're over. Mm-hmm. Edge said the same thing: when black people started fucking with him, he was over. Yeah, and. It, it's it's just it's just one of those things where it, it, until we get behind the scenes more more of us behind the scenes then the industry is really going to start changing because when they hired a black writer for WWE I mean he's no longer there but there was a time where they had they had a black writer everybody went up to this writer was like yo thank you for being here because mm-hmm. we need this it diversity was, um, we need we need diversity here it was. Um... We need we need we need diversity yeah, in no. it was cast. It was cast. Yeah, cast from Franklin Two Podcast. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. So, Cass, it, but yeah. The, but it's the thing is they need, you need that. Mm-hmm. You need women. You need women backstage as well because how are you gonna write for a black a black wrestler if you know nothing about the community? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that I love about Bianca Belair about that last promo, if you know pop culture, everything made sense in that promo. Mm-hmm. Every single thing she said because you know pop culture one of the things that Big E said is that a lot of times WWE is so outdated mm-hmm. when it comes to the current pop culture situation but but who who, who creates pop culture Facts. we do exactly mm-hmm. the so when you have more black people back there you're more into the pop culture mm-hmm. M- Marrow when, when, when he's commentating on NXT what is he saying all pop culture. Mag pop culture. Pop I mean, like, culture. first of all, I have to pause the TV and rewind it. Like, did he just say that? Like, what did yep. he just say? Like, the references so, are out of the world. One one thing that he he was he was um it was um K 
Keith Lee was fine. Keith Lee was um was in a match the, the other night, and um I forgot what he did. I think like some some he power bombed the homeboy. It was it was a it was a fucking it was one of those matches where he just make Keith Lee look strong. Yeah, power bomb homeboy. Ring the bell. Boom 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Power bomb, and then he goes, "Oh my God, Keith Lee was like Zion and during the the rookie All Star game, how he ripped against the backboard." Zion Black. My nigga, what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Culture. Mm-hmm. Culture. Culture. But it has to be relatable. And I think But it makes sense all the time because we are relatable to everything that that, that we, that's done. No, which yeah. is true. We're it doesn't it, it's where we are mainstream. Uh-huh. The re, and we were mainstream all the time. Mm-hmm. Elvis is mainstream. Why? Because his music was from people, black people. Yeah, black yeah. people wrote his music. He ended up mm-hmm. singing the songs. Mm-hmm. The Beatles, yeah. mainstream. Why? Because of us. Like, rap music is pop music. Rock and roll is from black people. Mm-hmm. Everything is from black people. It is what it is. It is what it is. So wrestling is 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 the last of the the the, the um Mohicans. Mohican mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be like injected with, with, with black love. Yeah. And it's slowly being injected. Mm-hmm. We have our first ever black female referee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to change in due time. But I By just. By the way, is a phenomenal wrestler. Huh. Wait, who? A- Aja. Oh Aja. yes, absolutely. But, yeah. Um, but I think I think it's just super dark important. Dogs. <laughs> he loves him some dark and women. Um, but I think it's just important to understand the the growth. And I think sometimes as a community, we just want things to happen so oh, rapidly yeah, fast. When honestly, um, once again, without struggle, there is no progress. So mm-hmm. I think with the you know amount of time and effort that's been putting, you know, that's been going on through wrestling through the the beginning of time i think now is the time that once again the narrative is starting to change and that people are starting to recognize real recognize real at the end of the day and i think a big part of it is how impactful the independent scene is becoming a part of wrestling because i think you know as growing up we didn't understand that type of level of wrestling like we just saw tv like what was on nitro and what was on raw or smackdown or what was on ecw like we just saw what was on tv but as i can say as an adult now and understanding and see different levels of wrestling um on the independent scene that's really the foundation and as you mentioned like if you don't have the resources or you don't know the resources or where to go or who to speak to and things like that then you really you don't you don't have a choice but to kind of be your own i agree with you because right now we're in a mixtape era of wrestling because back in the day though how did the word get spread about FUBU word of mouth you went to each barbershop and say yo this is my product this that a third I'm advertising it representing rappers was waiting for free or you go out there trunk of your car you pop it open Talk like I get you pop it open you see a mixtape now the mixtape house of wrestling is hey let's go on social media advertise this show because mm-hmm. my doll's gonna be here if you like this person you're gonna follow this person now these wrestling shows is equivalent to not only to the mixtape because you're selling your shirts too. So that so that's your well, mixtape. Merch and everything. So when someone sees like when I wear my big time Yaya shirt, people know that that's Yaya mixtape. <laughs> so that is that's the merch is their mixtape. Now the independent wrestling shows are the open mics. So mm-hmm. me as the promoter as open mic, I want to get all my guys there to make the open mic popping. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Joe Kim. Joe Kim gets the best stuff. To make sure that his event is popping. I don't think it's... I think it's more... It's past the mixtape era. Because the mixtape era was early ROH. Mm-hmm. Was classic ROH. That is DB, CM, Joe, Samoa, Joe. The MTV era then? No, we're in the current era of of, of hip-hop. Which is... which is the, No, it's past that. Because think about it. 
For instance, Mr. Adonis, mm-hmm. how did you become, you spoke about your story, mm-hmm. which is through YouTube, through social media. That's the current state because of, of wrestling and, and music because you don't need, like you said, you don't need WWE. Mm-hmm. You can make a legit living without being on WWE, without being on AEW. One of the things Faye Jackson told me, not, it wasn't Faye Jackson, it was another rough female wrestler. She, me and her chopping it up, and she's talking about different contracts she was offered. And I was like, oh, why didn't you take it? She's like, why? The Indies is hot. Like smoking hot. Like you it's, can't- it's, it, it's, like, it's like when a rapper's like, why did you sign a, why'd you, why'd you sign a major? Why did you sign to a major? Mm-hmm. So th- we're we past the mix. So we're not past the mix era. We're in the SoundCloud era. No, I think we're, no, I think we're, we're past, past that. We're I think we're legit it. past that because yeah. if you can make a legit living right now, mm-hmm. not being signed to the E or AEW, you can make a, a legit. Yeah, because you control your own you destiny control your at this own point. Thing and you can book wherever and you whenever. Know what? I agree with you. Like, like look at I Darius Lockhart who went. Look right. at Darius Lockhart right. who went. Right. Who once again wrestles down in the south, but he had the opportunity to go and live and in wrestle London. in the UK yeah. for three months. Yep. Yeah, he disappeared off the face. Of like the yeah, bit. just gone. You Poof. have flexibility now, and you want to know what the catalyst, especially with the black wrestlers. Black wrestlers finally got comfortable being black. Yeah. Because I'm and, black, y'all. And I'm black and black. Not only that, but also Man, being like comfortable being, being black and also being a wrestling fan. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, any wrestler that you meet, you come into contact mm-hmm. with, guess what? They are wrestling fans. Yeah. Like, they have a love and respect for the business, mm-hmm. and that's what got them to where they are. And I think that is definitely where we have an open forum like this. Or when we do shows or when we're all together and we all take... Cause like, people will look at us, like, sometimes when we took... Like, we took one big, like, group picture. Mm-hmm. All, all black. Which one? One Spanish. It was at BCW. I don't think you... No, you weren't, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a whole... It was, like, the rep. It, it was a whole bunch of us. And, yeah, like, people... And the owner came up to me and was, like, I see power in this. The next picture I want in it. Like no if hands or buts. Like this, this means something. Yeah, we always take pictures like and, that. But but it's because battle club, battle like anywhere we go, it to me is super important because not only I mean Twice, we'll walk too. around and say representation matters, but to actually physically see it yep. and to and to have that type of relationship and bond mm-hmm. with people, that's really what it's about. You said something very important right there, the bond, Absolutely. because this is what the issue was back then. Yeah, because growing up. You would see another black person who was a wrestling fan or they're a wrestler. Oh, wow. I acknowledge your existence. That's great. And then you just move on. Now, with the power of social media, you can now build a community with other black you know wrestlers or black uh, and then now you're conversing with each other about the business now you're bringing mm-hmm. information to each mm-hmm. other and also recruiting other people to now come and join you as well mm-hmm. so you're really building a family to Absolutely. what you saw in lucha so now, and on top of that, it's because I think back to the wrestlers, the black wrestlers coming up. They almost had to assimilate into the sort of system that you had your uh, uh, the white wrestlers that were doing. So going back to you know black wrestlers being comfortable being black, now they can look back and tell you know their offspring or the next generation coming up how they worked through the business, but different ways you can work through the business now, and it's fun. 
to be a black wrestling fan. Absolutely. I think that's that's one of the one things that I absolutely love about being in the position that I'm in, especially with us doing the podcast and the viewing parties and everything that we've done as a group, as a collective, it's been just that. It's been a collective. It's never been about, you know what I mean? And of course, we're going to, you know, all the black people together, but you have to understand it never is like that. Like the moment we can all get together and do some shit like that, that to me means more than anything because we, as growing up, as you said, like I grew up as the kid that I love wrestling from the, from when I was a kid growing up and being in high school. And then even my best friends to this day would be like, Oh, she always loved wrestling, but I didn't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. There was nobody. It was just me. So I would watch raw. I would go like, I go to show. I would go by myself. Mm-hmm. Now, it is a whole row of us. If I don't tell somebody I'm going to a show, they feel a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. It's always something it's that always something. now it's a it's a it family collective thing to do. Like even mm-hmm. us going down to Charlotte and Winston Salem, and we went to support you know people that you know that that fuck with us and we fuck with them. But to to see you know them in their element, and I think that's always important too, is mm-hmm. to always you know support those that support you, Absolutely. but also be in a. Can you not blow us up during oh, the sorry, podcast? Sorry, I sorry, appreciate sorry. This you. Is, this is nice lighter, uh, yeah, it is very nice. Your brother thought of you, so that's really nice. <laughs> um, but I think it's important that you know moving forward that we you know appreciate you know the the amount of success and the amount of growth we've had because once again it always go back to we're not there yet god damn it when are we gonna get there Mm -hmm. instead of saying like damn we're not there yet let's talk about like the progress and how we've actually gotten to the position that we are in now because i think we forget like the the amount of you know you know stress and and Mm -hmm. tears and you know people not being home and you know all the things that have you know led up to i mean kofi taking 12 years to get his fucking shot at wrestlemania like like let's acknowledge those things let's acknowledge those in between gaps before we talk about shit we not there like no like we there Mm -hmm. we knocking that's really what it is we at the door and then even think about it if let's just say kofi had won it at 2011 during the before the summer of punk would it hit the same like when you take no. the time to look back sometimes ah, the journey makes the payoff so much better there was grown men crying exactly grown. i was i was in the st- when it erupted after the pin happened and you just listened you to the, the roar. Yeah, i was in the stadium when you heard it it was like nothing it was an outer body experience <laughs> so <laughs> i heard somebody compare it to when rock fought hogan yes where it yes. sucked wow. the life yes out of the arena absolutely and then it was so much it sucked so much out because when it was a late match yep yeah and it ruined ronda and becky's match. absolutely because absolutely. ronda and becky's match ronda becky and charlotte came on the following day because when they when when becky had finally <laughs> no, was becky, no when ronda had finally made it to the ring it was like it was midnight. like 1203 yeah. or something so it's like oh well here we are. So watching it, and I think what, what, uh, Kofi's was it right before? Mm-hmm. I think uh, it was. If it wasn't right before, it was, it was like the match, match before. So I think I think it was their match, and they always do a calm down match. So I think there was a match in yeah, between yeah. that, it was a funny and match. then yeah. Ronda and them had went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I recall because while Batista and Triple H were doing their thing, which match was too long, but Way too while long. they were doing because they mouth. they told a sensational story, but they should have content. They could have done it in like fifteen. No, because they were calling back to all. Of the different fights that they had, so it was very good if you re- paid attention. To everything. Mm-hmm. But um, going into people got drained from because it's like all right, so it wasn't even like oh we're extremely excited. It's just okay, let's see. No, because else. so uh, just to go back on that match, yeah. if you look at the psychology of that match, it was great. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like we're not even going to schedule, but yeah, yeah I feel like after this, we just want to talk about this week in wrestling. So, okay. so if you really think about it, the psychology was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good psychology, but you're talking about forty plus year old men. That's a problem. Yeah, and they and and they can go. Yep. But they can't go on the level when they were exactly. thirty plus year old men, but and they that's don't Triple H's one gripe. That's hey, that's Triple hey, H's one gripe. We don't disrespect Triple H. No, that's his one gripe in in, in WWE. It. He cannot write his own matches for his version of himself now. Exactly. That's so so you have a. I think the match was like thirty minutes. Maybe yeah, it was thirty. It was like thirty five. It was like twenty five. It, it was, it was, it was, 30, it was it 30, thirty. It was thirty minutes. It was thirty minutes. It's thirty five. Maybe. Now it was longest match by far. It was one of the longest matches. Now I get. The point of what you were trying to yep. do, which you said, mm-hmm. the psychology was behind because one of the best things about Triple H is psychology is yep. really good. Because mm-hmm. if you go back <sighs> to his match with, with Booker T, mm-hmm. when him taking too long, the reason for that, in my opinion, was because he was showing how tired yep. and how Booker T put him through hell. Uh huh. The only problem was. Booker should have kicked out. That was the only problem. Exactly. Yes. That was the only problem. He should have yes. kicked out. Well, he didn't. But, but it, didn't, it didn't happen. And listen, Triple H is writing his wrongs yep. with NXT. Yep. So I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. But going oh, back you. to that particular match, you rewatch, you're like, nigga. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say him. King. Mm. He ain't a king, though. He definitely is a king of kings. Don't do that. So don't do that. Are the white people. Okay, but he's he ain't a king my of king. king. All right, he ain't my that's king. That's fine. Yo, bro, don't whatever. Disrespect. Where, 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 where are we go? Where are we go with this? It was a long ass match. Yeah, it was a long ass match, and he has to understand, like, yo, bro, you forty plus. Mm-hmm. They both are. Yeah. Batista's forty plus. He hasn't been wrestling for how long? Hot yeah. minute. Yeah, long time. You coming back? Cut this match down. Mm-hmm. I should have felt like I agree with both of y'all. Because watching a match back recently, it's a very good match. Yes. But I feel in that cut moment, it down, yeah. 15 minutes, uh-huh. and it just, just should have been a straight up brawl. It probably felt better watching it from no, it the didn't. stream no. versus than being no, here. No, we were there. Oh, yeah, no, there's we a were, damn. No, no, no. We weren't in the build. We weren't yeah. at yeah, the life, but we it. had it. Oh, at you're Legends, watching it. Wa- okay. And it wasn't. It was, we watched it at How Legends. you felt okay. it was long, it was long. Because I walked away. Like, you walked away, you come back, the match is still on. Yeah, that was the problem. But going back to where we were going with this was with Kofi. Because you experienced that and Triple H and Batista it was just alright let me see something I want to see and then bam here comes Kofi and, 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 and Daniel Bryan and then watching how the build up to yeah. where you saw it was a yeah. good fuck Kobe was and you got a good Kobe. nut off of it yeah exactly when you saw wow. Kofi was about to win <laughs> we went there because reality was I think there was one uh, um, there was a two count where I think Bryan had hit the knee Yes. And then Kofi, it felt like it was yeah, two and a half. It was yeah, two. It was two point eight. Because it was one of the. It was. It was late enough in the match to where you're like, wait, wait. Is he gonna? Is he gonna win? Because it got to the point you where you do, you weren't too sure if it was gonna happen. Because going into the match, everybody, it's inevitable. Kofi's gonna win. But the way they did but the match, but there was a smidge there was a, there was, of uh, going there was a into WrestleMania. Like, there was a smidge wait, of wait like, a minute. This could actually not happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it, it did. Yeah. So actually, I actually have a question for you guys, and this is totally off. You know what we were planning on talking about today, because it was a conversation I had with someone last night, and basically we were talking about Kofi winning, mm-hmm. and that's why I agree. I think the mo- I think if it was ten years ago, it wouldn't have had the same effect. Mm-hmm. But what also what kind of not grinds my gear, but something that I've noticed is that we never like people never really had the hype or felt the excitement. When Naomi won at WrestleMania, oh, it was beautiful! Oh my god! And I was there, and I was, I was like, oh my god! Like she just 
oh my god Mm -hmm. but like looking like now taking myself out of like my own experience no one talks about it though it's one of those unsung things that as a community we you you, we hype yo we talked about kofi for a solid Mm -hmm. six months but the thing is okay this is this is what i always say and the the guys know about this i'm big on promotion Mm -hmm. i'm big on Build up. Mm-hmm. The build up wasn't that strong. Oh, it was for trash. The, but, oh, but that's but no, that's but the, that's not the, only the build up, but the actual like it was it you could like we talked about Triple H and, and Batista match being long. That match was a solid like six minutes. It was yeah, it was Alexa Bliss. It was a snap of a finger, and it was because they were running out of time yeah. because they had to get to the whole Taker uh, Roman. But 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 that's what I'm saying though is because you you cut the match short. The reason why you talked about it, you said it before, the Kofi match was so great and and such a this euphoric feeling mm-hmm. is because of the buildup. You were on the ride. You yeah. you people followed it every week. People yeah. came back to tune in. What's gonna happen? What's mm-hmm. gonna happen? The gauntlet. Vince was involved. Yeah, fucking Vince was out there. Like yo, Vince told him straight up, like you not a champion you, you a B plus play and then Daniel Bryan got involved shout out to Daniel Bryan being the ally of the black people facts so Daniel perfect. Bryan is always invited to the cookout even though he will not eat any meat but we will have some vegan type of dish of course, for him at for any him. time because he's the one who pushed for Kofi to, to, mm-hmm. to be doing this mm-hmm. now with Naomi Naomi there was no build up there was, none. there was no true build up so is she due for a redo She's due for a reader, but it has to be a legit buildup. She's not. She's not going to be the one. Bianca Belair should be the one, and they should deny. Uh, because the, the with Bianca Belair, well, don't give her a losing streak. But when she's losing in the matches, they can't have it like Samoa Joe to where you it, have no, a super but it can't build be and then clean. Bam, you lose. No, it can't. It has to be dirty to where you start to get to the point where you're pissed off and want to see her win. Because that's how I felt with Kofi. Because when he lost that elimination chamber, the way it was going, are you serious? This is how we lost. Are you serious? <laughs> He's tight right now. And uh, you sick to your stomach with Naomi. And on top of that, Bliss could have been the because per- she she was the perfect person to she take was. it away from. She was absolutely but the, the perfect fact person. that they did not build it because she could have done the whole what she did with what Nia she did Jack. with Nia and she fat shamed her. She could have exactly. definitely been like, oh, this black girl, her nappy hair, which we would have been tight as a community. But I would have understood the heel role in that. They could have done it because and it's so easy when you and use she's a white the perfect woman. person so to do easy. it. She was the perfect well, person. Well, it, ring work like during that. time wasn't. wasn't no, it didn't great. have to be. It, it, you don't. You don't need case, it ring didn't work have to be. To well, tell because a story. that six minute match would have meant a lot more yep. if it was the proper buildup. Uh-huh. Because now you're invested into the match uh-huh. because that match was a match you went to go use the bathroom. And Alexa was a cowardly heel, so it could have been per- really great. It could have been a match time. where Naomi could have made it like it was ex- extended squash, like what China did to to uh, uh, Molly, and I think it was a uh, um. It was WrestleMania well, 17. It was Ivory. Or something like that. Oh, Ivory. yeah, yeah, Ivory. Ivory. Yeah, so, because if you think yeah. back to short matches, remember uh, um, uh, AJ Lee and uh, and Paige at SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. Short match, amazing. So you can pull th- those stories yeah, like stuff the time off, but it all comes down to the is not an excuse. Like, sure. I just, like, I sit back and, and because I was physically there mm-hmm. as me, I'm like, yo, we don't talk about yeah. how Did Arena Naomi... No, and that was the thing because you weren't invested. Like me as the black girl that wanted to see the other black girl win and I'm here and I'm in the building. Mm -hmm. Yes, I want to see black excellence. Mm -hmm. But as the arena, everybody was 
exhausted because I think it definitely was after a match. It was it was honestly probably a calm down match because literally it was them and they were rushing to get to Roman and take her. So everybody was like ready. But, to but be I like, also All right, I also want to give up another point though. This the investment part. Yes, people weren't fully invested in exactly. her. As exactly. a character, yes, yep. you can say you can kind of say, "Oh, she had her fans," but they're not fully no, like yeah, right. The like, glow right, thing didn't didn't turn didn't. up at yeah, that WrestleMania. Exactly, it didn't. it didn't turn up at that WrestleMania, right. and then right. we're at a point in time where we want that un- unapologetically black person, mm-hmm. and she I has think. been that recently. I think with the hair fro out she, here, oh, bro, when she came. Oh, you can't wear my lotion. I mean, it was just magnificent, delicious. She, delicious. <laughs> but one of the things it should be Bianca Belair, yes, because people are salivating at the thought of her being champion. Yep. People are going way, going way too hard. I'm mm-hmm. talking about when Charlotte Flair popped up. Oh my god. Why is Charlotte here? Yep. Why is Charlotte here? She is ruining everything. No, 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 no. No, she turned it up. She turned it up because turning it up. It's you're gonna think at the end of this. Charlotte's N- gonna be the one who she should beat. But it's turning that NXT title into something more so prestigious. Into yep. a title. I've been saying that for a while though. Like you gotta add like prestigious moments. Yes. You gotta add like defying because, moments. That's because, because why that- we cared so much about the WWE championship. Because you know what it represents. The women's True. championship is not there yet. So when you, and especially in the case of Bianca Belair, why I believe it should be her and not Naomi. Naomi could be a six-time champion. When Bianca finally wins, well, she that's when that we're going to say, oh, that's the black champion. But, but the thing is, it's, it's because of, of, of how unapologetic black she is, exactly. the journey behind the journey. it, yes. and where she came from. Mm-hmm. Because Shorty got hoop earrings on. Yep. And takes them, yo, that shit that blows my sometimes. She takes them off right before she starts her match. I'd be yep. like, bitch, kick them on. Like, no, no, you will not. No, no, no. It's perfect when she takes it because that adds to the culture, it, it, too. It adds to the culture. Like, your oh, baby I'm, hair's a like, I'm waiting for yep. her to come on NXT with, with a tub difference. of Vaseline. No and bullshit. That's the difference between her oh. and Naomi. Mm-hmm. Because. But they're two different characters, too. Let me finish. Let me, let me finish. Is. This episode gonna be called Black History. Yeah, oh, pretty sure. much. Pretty yeah. Sure, yeah, that's pretty the difference between her and, and that. like Naomi. And I said this before: is Naomi never really got comfortable with her character. She until never recently. did. Yep. As far as the outer, as far as the the, the lights and everything like that, yes. And that she is. got it down packed. Yes, mm-hmm. she got the but dunk wow. the dunk the cheeks for oh, yeah. days. That's a that bright married. future. That she's she has married. amazing that bright she's future married. behind her. That she is to married. a Samoan. Just, he's black. Good. He basically black. Oh, please. He looks. He looks like this guy. Oh, he does no, not, not look at like at him. Block <laughs> <But laughs> my ass. There's a difference between Naomi and Bianca. Mm-hmm. Like Naomi had like a journey where she was basically a cheerleader for yeah. um, you know for the um funk Doris. Fuck a doctor. Fuck a Doris. Whatever. Like oh, you know, so happy like he's on Fox. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then who'd have thought that a big guy would tat? Fox is actually changing for the better. Not the point. The point is this way is. <laughs> Is <laughs> Naomi when she talks, you don't like it's not believable to me. She don't got that tone in her voice exactly. until now. Bianca Bella, yeah. what I said, she got I feel like, yo, she actually this is her. Her difference between Sasha and them three, put, mm-hmm. I, I shot to this too. Sasha don't know who she is either, as far as mic work either, because she sounds very generic. 
Depends. Uh, I think Depends with Sasha, 2017 Sasha NXT. was the best version. No, no, not NXT. When she was feuding with Flair over the title and they were playing the Flair is her forth, steamboat. It was perfect. Right, right. Ooh, I just feel that. But yes, but yes, but yes. Bars. But like, here's like, here's the thing though. That's only that flat brief. But yeah, overall, but my, my issue with her was she, because some people could point towards the booking. She, I, I, I personally believe Sasha's the worst. She's the terrible as a face. She has yes. to be Oh, healed. terrible. She yeah, has terrible, to be terrible, terrible, terrible. And when she's truly like, I'm um, what she was in the tail end of her NXT run, yeah. the best in the business. The best in the business. Yeah, because that's what basically was the build up to NXT Brooklyn 1. And with, I with her and Bailey, because everybody was with the fucking Bailey bald and all that bullshit. Right, right. And when Sasha Banks came out rolling in the fucking Escalade into the Barclays Center, which was you good. knew what time it was. What? She but went yes. to Izzy. And then utilize, because I think that's what we're missing in wrestling too, to where heels can be heels. One of the reasons why I love JBL. You have to have people who hate <laughs> you for you instead of, oh, we're, the, the booking tells us we're I supposed think, to dislike you. Okay, and I understand we that. Which is now why people, right. Now, which is why Corbin is probably the best heel in the business. Right now, now I understand that. You, I get that. Yeah. But I just feel when it comes to like the black representative mm-hmm. of a black woman. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair gets it for this generation. I, I don't want to. I don't want to c- completely agree with you on that one, mm-hmm. but I want to completely disagree with you on that because mm-hmm. you spoke about this numerous times. There's different types of black people. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have your Amber hood moons. You, you're gonna have your hood dudes. <laughs> I don't know how to do her. You, you're gonna have your hood dudes. You're gonna have your your heavy metal heavy metal black kid. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have your nerd black kid. You're gonna have your Skateboarder, black kid, and stuff of that nature. So this is—I'm gonna go. I know we have to move on. Shout out to white people for doing that. But this is why you <laughs> need the right writers in the room yep. to represent those. Because just like white people, black people are mostly faster too. Mm-hmm. There's levels to the shit. We're not all the same. Mm-hmm. I we're, get that. We're, but 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 the thing about it, we're not all the same. So Naomi represents the. A black chick from fucking Florida. Yep. In the burbs. Mm-hmm. Semi-burbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a general, like, like... Like a general... You know what? You know what? You know what? Like the that white does people, make sense, like the though. White people like that me. makes sense. I just think about it because Naomi comes from like that whole cheerleader culture. That's for all the culture right that, now. That's... You're either, either the female, you're the cheerleader, or you're on track. Oh, so She's a total diva. No, but the it's thing about it, it's, it's, it's... She's that in-between between Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. on Bring It On yep. to kind of like that... Lauren Hill type of chick, mm. super quiet, still still pretty hot. Listen to listen to the rock music. Got the got your glow sticks. That that type of chick. You need that mm-hmm. because you talk about representation. There's a girl that's just like you that's looking at you. Yeah, representation matters. And you know what's funny about Sasha? We give her shit. She she's horrible no. as a face. Mm. Horrible as a face. Terrible, Terrible. face. Top Terrible. top five worst face I've ever seen Terrible in my life. Faces. Yeah. Terrible faces. It's like okay. Terrible. It's, 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 it's like, like Seth Rollins. It's yeah. like Orton. It's like Seth Rollins. Face. Oh my god. Terrible. Orton has all right. But oh. the thing is, Terrible. when she's herself, you know who she is? She's that biracial chicken class. Yep. That's mad pretty. Uh-huh. You've been trying to talk to her for mad long. Jesus. She's such a bitch. Yeah. No disrespect. Yeah. I don't mean to call but her. I get that, but the problem. You know what? I don't think that's actually them. It's but the thing about it, I think a piece pieces it's, of it's, them. It's though. pieces, the piece of, it's, it's them, pieces it's, of them, but you are right. Hold on for a second. You are right. It comes out the right when she when Sasha's a heel, yep. it comes, it comes out. out the right yep. way. And then Na- Naomi, now that she's she needed she needs some time off. Yep. But she took. She took some time off mm-hmm. because she was burnt out. Mm-hmm. A lot of wrestlers, and this is something that I always like 
wrestling, like re- being part of the business somewhat and seeing behind the scenes, these motherfuckers get burnt out. Yeah. So mentally, she was gone. You're talking about how long she she been wrestling? Maybe ten years. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, true. Yeah, a, a hot sh- minute. A straight ten year run, no days off. Mm-hmm. Because even though, even if you're not on not TV, on TV doing you stuff. have to be in the arena. Like you're required to be in the arena. Yeah. But not you only be- that, you over here doing appearances. You over here mm-hmm. do, making a wish. You doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah, you're so doing that. you like, get burnt. You, you get you burnt out. On. You get burnt out. And we're loving Bianca. Bianca's green. Yep. Bian- Bianca's is, is is at full sale no every way. week. Bianca lives down the block from full sale. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Of course, that rent is. of course, she's going to be at another pit because she wants. She's hungry. Yep, and the thing is, she's come a long way. She definitely mm-hmm. looked like she walked in from down her house. Yeah, uh, NXT this exactly. Week. So like, it's a different mindset at that point because she's still paying her dues as she's exactly. going. Exactly. So she has to go harder. Yeah, still fun. And, and, and the thing is, a lot of times, like. We don't want to give these a lot of people props. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think we like you spoke about, look where Naomi came from, son. Yeah, she came yeah. from something gonna funk like to I said that, yeah, yeah. fucking look, look, yeah. look where winning she came the, from. Yeah. She won the women's title at WrestleMania like, look, and people don't talk you know about why? that because shit. Because we we, Yo, we as a community we just me. we just assume, oh well, she's arrived, so who's next? And just go yeah, true, So you no longer true. care no but more because uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen you Yo, enough. I, I, Let's go somewhere. We don't celebrate enough because it took me a minute to see. We don't celebrate enough because the funny thing about it, like we're so quick to celebrate Trish Stratus from becoming TNA's manager to where she is right now, but Naomi took the same route. She mm. was a cheerleader. But, but, but actually, most of them start off that way because we spoke about We're not that. talking about other people, though. No. Don't all lives matter this. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Do not all lives matter this. I need you to this. keep the same energy because we spoke about the Bellas last week and they did the same thing. Uh, that was the same thing. I kind of want to talk about the Bellas real quick, but I want to talk about Sasha. I want to talk about Sasha because like... She is well respected mm-hmm. in, and I think she's more respected in the wrestling community than she's respected in the black community. Oh, absolutely. And we don't give her enough love in the black community that she really deserves. Because I don't see a lot of a lot of upping her. Mm-hmm. Granted, there are whispers about how that she doesn't really throw the fist up for us mm-hmm. behind the scenes. But when I met her, she was throwing the fist up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but 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 but, okay. but hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And and like, like I said, we don't celebrate her accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Did you see what she's done over over her career? In and and, I, out and, of the and ring. I've argued with people multiple in times. And out of the ring. She's one of the most marketable people on that roster. And she's given majority of them their best match. And also outside of That's... WWE, she's the owner with a fucking sneaker. You can take Sasha outside of, out of WWE, toss her somewhere else, and ha- make make WWE and money. About to be on here's some the TV thing, show. though. But here's the thing. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Talk to the goddamn mic. And I agree with you. It's just like she doesn't resonate with the black culture all the way, dog. And it's not. But but but, but let me finish. 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 It's not her actions because she raps. She does everything like her a, a freaking a cousin or um her cousin is Snoop, Snoop Dogg. So uh-huh. she has. The culture, but like my brother said, she goes about it representing the culture differently. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said earlier, shout out to their white people. Because we watched a particular episode, they literally showed you different kind of black people in America. Mm-hmm. That was like a, a simple s- sample size, but she people don't respect her on that level as far as the blackness. 
But it, but you, I don't, ha- you have to though. Hey, listen, I respect her. But you have. But the thing about it, that's one of the things that we we that's struggle where, with. Yeah, that's but, why we suck as fans and suck as a community because we look at it. There's a certain kind, and there's one way to do it. I'll and if there's not the one that. way to do it, exactly. we'll never respect we'll never anything respect outside. The girl. So. Well, I'll give you a great example. I'll give you one a great example. Battle Club Pros champion is, is his. His name is Anthony Bowens, the five tool, the five tool player. Um, and me and my boy were having a conversation about him. He was like, why isn't he praising the black community? He's black and he's gay. Hmm. Now we're going to keep it a whole buck here. The black community is a little iffy about the gay community. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just let's just be let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Let's be honest. It's skeptical. It's skeptical. It's, 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 that's a church culture behind it. It's, just, it, 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 it's a, a church, church culture. Skeptical. That's a church culture. I fuck with the gay community, as we all know. Yeah, we know. They, 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 support, they, support. Love, they support, support, they support, oh support, they support, yeah. support yeah. the kids. LGBTQ support, community support, yeah. definitely they supports the Javatez podcast and all of its glory. And he's a pretty boy. Yeah, and he got muscles too. So you you combine all of that, and he talks well, and and, and he's also a lighter a lighter skinned brother, yeah, and he talks well too. So he might consider be talking white. So, but it, but it, the, the, but the bigger picture is that it's like what you said. If it's not a certain way of being mm-hmm. a champion or being a type of black person, you're not going to get the full support. Mm-hmm. But that also comes like. Wow. Well, it also has to be a connection, too, because that was one of the things that we spoke about in terms of that particular person was that there, there's always, like, when he won the title, it was more of he, he won it in Pride Month. He won it, you know what I mean? It was presented as him being But he's still a that, black no, person. No, right, but I'm just saying the presentation, how it was presented, how just like how when you watch wrestling and how things are, how you look at it on TV could be different or how if you were in person, how it was presented was he was LGBTQ community advocate does he it de- was never presented do, does he appear more gay than black is he yes pre- oh so by so all means go, no yeah. wonder they don't it's how it's presented the subculture of 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 gay has since usurped exactly. black so they're going to cater more to that community because if you look at as you said they're when when gay people get behind some they get it's, behind it's some but they here's the thing, support but here's See the my thing, dms be well, but like it check it but like here's the thing like, like, Bowen, like at least they would like, like to like like still love you guys like yes i interview him one day you know shout out the interview check it out on the job of tears um playlist of talk to us um i talked to him and honestly he kind of had that rock effect mm-hmm. where you don't consider him like you don't look at him black. You consider him like he's just a guy. Yeah. And the Rock. Oh, that's the Rock. Who's the he transcends star. race. Right. Yo, but exactly. side note: when the Rock, when I found out Rock had two ass siblings at that funeral, I said, "Yeah, siblings." What? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, what? Wait, you didn't watch the video? What's Yo, it called? Pebbles. You, I was gonna cry. I didn't want to watch it. No, you're you're a clown, and you should watch it. If if you have not watched the Rock, does they have a video on YouTube? He's doing a eulogy, where right? Where he does his dad's How does, eulogy. Yep. How's his brother and look it's different, like? It's a, he has a brother and a sister. How they look like? Like him? And they look like the dad. They favor oh, and yeah. they're dark skin. They favor the dad. No, but yeah. are they are they his full brother and sister? No, half because it's his dad. Yes, yeah, his yeah. dad's. And he remarried, and he had two other kids. Yeah, and it's a girl and it's a boy. And they and in the video they because it's like clips of it's him doing the eulogy, and then there's other clips of like yeah, when like they buy the casket yeah, yeah, or yeah. when they, they band, yeah. together. His yeah. brother is tall, and but they both favor the dad. But yep. they dark, they darker than him. 
Yep. So it's 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 ironic though when you said that it reminded me of that because I was like, yo, because you know at funerals and at weddings you yeah. got one side of the family, yeah, you got the other side the of the family. So you can legit see on the Samoan side and the wrestling side was on one side, and you yep. can see the whole black family uh-huh. and, on the other side. And that's the point I'm trying to make, like. Anthony Bowen, honestly, he's a tremendous athlete. Like, he cut weight. He looks great. You should watch it, though. Like, he's great. Mic work, everything. I don't like funerals. But I, Anthony I Bowen, like, it's just, just like the fact that, to be it's honest with you, like, this may sound mad. It's on his Instagram. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. no, I, it popped up. It, no, no, um, so, people that are listening, um, The Rock had uploaded um, the eulogy he did, he did at his, his father's dad. funeral. Because yeah. uh, we all know um, Rocky Johnson senior passed away yeah but when it popped up i didn't watch it i don't like stuff like that because, but it was done but, 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 but i understand what you're saying because yeah. it probably was done pretty well it was oh, yeah. done it was, in a way where if you even if because i know how you feel about funerals and stuff it was done in a way where it almost felt like a tribute video no yeah, and, and, and i get and I, and I get that but you definitely will cry but it's <laughs> but certain things i, I don't listen to or like i like one of my favorite podcasts was like talking about kobe I skipped that whole entire podcast. Mm. Me and Death don't do well together. Yeah. And I, so, you know, everybody handles no, 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 but, 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 but I understand but, what you're... But, but go ahead with what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah Finish but, up, because we're yeah. actually going to do two things and then we're going right, to wrap cool. up. But the whole Anthony Bowman thing is just like, that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of these athletes that... who Like, a lot of these black athletes like who could kind of transcend different races, though, is they always tag onto something else. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm sure... I'm tall. Yep. I'm a power guy. This, that, and third. They will mm-hmm. no, never not mention their black side. I'm not saying Anthony Bowen does that, though. But when you first think of Anthony Bowen, you think that this is the gay wrestler. Again, nothing wrong being gay, but just like The Rock, you then have him one day, mm-hmm. one, that one way. Oh, but if I look at The Rock, I'm going to say like, The Rock is more. I, I personally feel like he's definitely more embraces Samoan side of his family. But, right. But, but there's a reason. But there's a reason no, for that. And I understand of course, that. of course, of course, yeah, because no, no, no. he grew up I with a Samoan side. His dad was always yeah, a no, busy. Yeah, no, I understand. That. understand and honestly, that. it was. It's not only like who you grew up with because he's he's very close to his mom. But not only that, but just how he was raised in the wrestling community from his grandfather exactly. to his dad to exactly. his uncle. Exactly. So that to me, I understand. So I sympathize for that. Just part. like so just like it. how that Rakishi said, like if you watch. Why he did it for the Rock? He said because they don't look out for um, people like us. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it like, what the hell? Uh, I kept on listening. Samoans. So right there and then, and they stick together. Right, like, right there and then. They used to kill for the Rock. Yeah. Right. Can you blame the Rock? Because for- it's 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 culture. He ran over Austin. Here's the thing. The problem. The he problem ran over that we have, Austin. For oh yeah. The rock. Craziness. Because with culture, That's we funny. we look at it like, okay, there is a culture, but were we embraced? by that culture as well because who's to say the the black wrestling culture in the 90s was that embracing the rock when he was coming in how he looked at at where he was i think when he was i think a part of it was when he was with the nation yes no no, when when he got with the nation it was and then when but then when he he turned his back and when it became a part of the corporate ministry type shit it was like Uncle Tom, this, this nigga here, like <laughs> they probably call him Uncle Tom. You, you had like Rock had, and that's the one thing that's kind of interesting about his career. He had those moments where honestly, he he probably touched every different type of fan base at different parts so of his career. Good, and I have a, a small predict. This has nothing to do with you know the Rock and anything. I, I just feel as if the next most electrifying man in the WWE is going to be Montez Ford. He's the next coming of the Rock. So that's why I believe that's they have a the great best. segue He's, into yeah, real yeah. quick this yeah. week in wrestling. Everyone's going to get one thing this week that really touched you. Pause. 
in a way that you wanted to bring up because we're going to talk about that and then we're going to do the super showdown predictions and then we're going to end the show. So one thing around the table, real quick, that caught you this week in wrestling. Oh, simple. Like, (laughs) the action figures for AEW, dogs. Like, right then and then, it basically solidified them what they're trying to do in the business. So I have a question real quick. So are grown men buying them or are kids buying them? Both. Okay. Because... These are collectible items. Yeah, this community. Like the literally the first huge community. The first bash, our first edition. Best believe I'm getting me a Cody doll. Best believe I'm getting. Well, they're gonna be at the Toy Fair this weekend, um, coming up on February 22nd to the 26th in New York City at the Javits Center. The Toy Fair. They will have a booth. The toy company that is working with AEW will have a booth at the Javits Center. I'm not going. You can go. I said, Cody going to be there? Oh, Cody. I don't Actually, they may have. I think two of them are, are supposed to be doing guest appearances at the Toy Fair. But you can look once again at AEW.com for more information and all that jazz and blase, blase. Sir Wilkins, one thing this, this week. This was really fun, though. Um, totally went on script, but it was you're great. Welcome. Thank you. Cody. That typically happens. Fucking Cody. Mm. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. Okay. Cody's the hottest baby face in the industry right now. And the way he ended that match with a moonsault off the top of the cage with a bloody face mm-hmm. is how you end a match, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, the story was told. Remember we talked about match length? Yep. It wasn't too much long of a match. Mm-hmm. I think it was a solid maybe 10, 10 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it did its job. It did its job of what it needed to be done. And it showcased the good guy winning. Now the good guys is go, is gonna take is gonna is gonna go to the next level to, to to finish off the um the big boss which is MJF the master the master not not in a slave sense um and the way it I'm ended where you dead. saw MJ on the floor on like it by the Titantron by like the entrance and he's just like what just what just happened here I created a monster Cody bodied. Being a baby face last night. Okay. This, well, in, re- in listening in, terms, on Wednesday, Wednesday on Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. Shout outs to Jeffrey Live in Atlanta. He was on Snapchat. I saw some of his live um, since AEW was in Atlanta. Shout out to Nasty Leroy. This, yeah, he Nasty was in too. Nasty Leroy. He Nasty definitely Leroy. is going to be in Tampa. So he, we're definitely going to try to link up real quick. Um, I'm trying to get him to come up for the 4th too. I think it'd be really dope if he's here for the 4th of July. Um, we won't get him in the ring? I don't know. Pre-show match. Anyway, um, my guest with the mostest, mm, Mr. Adonis. Sure. I would have to say. What is your one thing this week in wrestling? Keith Lee. Keith oh, Lee. Keith. In the gray yeah, shorts. At the, just the, the performance so. that he put on in that match. Um, it's great. Absolutely great. Um, I'm forgetting what his name is. It starts with it's D-Jax? Dominic. D- D- Dominic. Dominic. Da- Kovic. D- Dak- Dakovic? Dak- Yo, I get tight because Mark Henry can say that shit with like no like crazy. shit. Like mm. boom. I'm I'm sitting here phonetically uh-huh. like Dakovic. But I'd have to say uh, Keith Lee. That that was it for me, man. That that was a sensational match. I truly enjoyed it. They told a great story. Um fought you know, he just he's one of those guys where when you look at his size, you don't expect the performance that he puts on. And moves like a cruiserweight. And and for me, with Keith Lee, when I first saw him debut and everything, I was ne- I never liked him. I it, it just he never what? I never liked him. He was just Going so boring to, do with you. to me. It was just what? weird, man. I considered trying, you know, becoming white. But you know, there was a lot of, it was just <laughs> weird for me. So I was like, uh, and then when I saw it, Survivor series what turned it for me. So I was okay. like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Oh, all right. So that now he's he's he truly is 
a champion. He's not a paper champion. He's a champion, walks like a champion, talks like a champion, fights like a champion, and afterwards the acknowledgement of Dominic, and it all felt real. He's gotten to the point where it, it it's no longer, oh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a match. It's, point it's believable. So for me, Keith Lee, all things Keith Lee. Beautiful. I'm um, this week in wrestling, um, we spoke about Bianca, but Bianca coming in that ring and interrupting a whole ass match. Like, we're not talking about, like, just like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. No, it's like, no, excuse me. Like, well, Chopper did the same thing she earlier. Shut all this shit down. No, but it was just the way, like, she came from. Chop- right. The difference was Chopper came from down the ramp. This bitch came from off camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, off camera, like, where they do commentary, because the commentary, like, booth thing is on the other side. It's, mm-hmm. on, it's the opposite of the TV side. Came from off camera into focus into the camera and spoke. And dropped the mic and then walked back out. Didn't even walk up the ramp. Walked back the way she came in. Went to the crib. Like it's diff- Like it's a different vibe. Like when you come down the ramp, it's more like generic. This happens. You know it's coming. This bitch came from out of left field. But the other one to piggyback off real quick is if you have not watched NXT TakeOver Portland, please oh, make sure man. to do so. It is by far um, a jam pack. And I think it was such a well-produced show. And shout outs to Tegan Knox. And Dakota Kai for that street fight because to me that was that that was murder she wrote like I felt it they've been telling this they are like telling a tremendous story and I think next week just as the ironic that they're doing a steel cage match the week after AEW does one but I think it's dope talk about that steel cage just saying but I think it's dope that they're continuing the story with them but um last but not least we're gonna do real quick predictions for um, WWE Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia um. Next Thursday, February the 27th, it's going to be on the WWE Network at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are in the New York, Eastern Standard Time, it's at noon. Um, if you're in L.A., Cali time. Are you? Where are you going to be in California that time? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what day? Next Thursday. Next thir- No, no, not next Thursday. Okay. Uh, well, if you're on the West Coast, it will be what's three hours, nine a.m. in the morning. You can get a cup of coffee and watch the WWE Super Showdown. So, real quick, we have the steel cage match: King Corbin, who once again I think is by far one of the best heels in the business right now, versus Roman Reigns. Who do you guys have, real quick? Roman. Roman. Sir Wilkins. Roman Reigns or Baron Corbin. Roman. Okay. Uh, we have the gauntlet match for a random ass mountain trophy. You got AJ Styles, R-Truth, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, and the WWE um, United States Champion returning Andrade. Who do you guys have? Uh, AJ. AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ. Yeah. Only because the OC won the, the little tag, best yeah. tag team yeah. world yeah. shit, so I think it'll only be dope. They're going to play on the entire thing. Yep, and we're the best of the best. Yep. Um, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. It will either be this week on SmackDown Live. You have a match with Carmella versus Naomi. The winner of that match actually will be facing Bailey at Super Showdown, which I think is going to be super dope. That once again they have a female match on the card. So, who do you guys think is going to face um Bailey? Is it going to be Naomi or is it going to be Carmella? Are they going to be wrestling in giant condoms again? Probably yes. And how their policy are towards black women? It would probably they the same. They they share the same energy with women, <laughs> so they will be covered up. 
Car Carmella probably. Yeah, Carmella because I think it, it fits better on the. It's, it's probably a better. Yeah, it's a better story. Just with Carmella, you know, we were best friends and all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah and Naomi's more for WrestleMania. Yeah. I think yeah. No, so, yeah. no, I think they're gonna. Would you actually? Yeah. No, yeah. I yeah. I see yeah. them um, far far predicting. I see Naomi winning the Elimination Chamber and then yes. going exactly to face yes. Bailey exactly. at WrestleMania, which hopefully this time if she wins, it means fucking something. Yeah. Um, and then we have the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. We have the New Day versus. Your boy John Morrison and the Miz. Will we see new tag champs? Yeah, I go with the Miz. No, I'll go no. With the Miz and no. John Morrison. I actually think the Miz and John Morrison. I think, might I think win. they win. Yeah. I I feel the thing. I I have a feeling they might, but I think WWE might hit us with a curveball. They might just delay them winning, facts, facts, and then they they end up winning either at, at Elimination Mania? Chamber at or Mania. maybe no, not Mania. Probably not Mania. Probably Elimination Chamber. They defend at Mania because there's always one. There's always one category that they do that with. Yeah, they, they flip flop, but they'll they have change a win real before. quick. Yeah, like Bailey when yeah, she had when won she and won then she it. defended. Mm-hmm, I All agree. Right. <laughs> um, we have for the WWE Universal Title, we have William Goldberg versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Will WWE curve the fuck out of us and put this title on Go- Bill Goldberg? No, <sighs> no, no. I, I, God, I love Goldberg. Dude. Why? Just why? That's no, a different conversation. Since he was in WCW, was yeah, like, it's still a question of why. I'm gonna get it. But okay, him coming. It, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, I feel as if they wanted to give somebody. They, they wanted to put a his redo where the because fans, he concussed himself last time. In that Saudi? too. That too. But also, I think for the fiend, they want to give him somebody where the fans can say, wait. They're not gonna let Goldberg come back and lose because the Fiend has been damn near undestructible. There was only one time where we really saw him look like he was actually being damaged. That being against Brian, in a sense. Yeah. So because every other one is just, I'm here. You can't <laughs> defeat me. Mm, yeah, fiend. it was like eight thousand curse stomps, and then he yeah, still, just stood up. And, 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 but yeah. then the match ended in a weird, no, very bizarre, no contest. The fuck. But you know, it, 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 for some reason, they I can't know, end sorry. matches with with Bray Wyatt. I don't know what the deal is. But you know, uh, uh, I think Goldberg's gonna lose. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the fiend okay. to win. They just had to give somebody legit, I guess. Goldberg. All right, I go with the fiend. The fiend, my favorite guy. William Goldberg will not win. What about you? What are you doing, Bill? I said William Goldberg will not win. Oh, okay. Bill. So William Goldberg. Man, when he William. said William on fucking that firefly. Oh no, shit! Hilarious. I fell out. Oh, I couldn't even tell you nothing. So what's next? And then we have, last but not least, the WWE title is being defended after a hiatus. We have the champion Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Ricochet. (laughs) Okay, actually, question. How long is the match going to last? Two minutes. Well, Beast in the East. Paul Heyman. (laughs) Paul Heyman's like, I've been telling this for day one. Talking the goddamn mic. Oh, Paul Heyman. I've been saying this for day one. Paul Heyman's building up a, um, a Raw 6. He probably explained to Raw Eight, but yeah. I'm telling you, like he's gonna build them strong for the loss. Yeah, but strong. that has nothing to do with who's winning, Ricochet no, or Brock. Brock winning. He's oh, gonna yeah, kill Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet yeah. gonna try to do that yeah. at 640. Well, yeah. he never gonna get that opportunity. Yeah. I think I, I'm. I'm just curious at when he's gonna try to get that offense in. I just want to see I how feel Brock's like gonna be in the beginning. But Brock's gonna. But Brock loves fighting smaller guys. Yeah. Yeah. He oh, does God. so much better with smaller. Guys. Oh, yeah. I tell oh, to this day, one of my best best Brock Lesnar matches within the last. Five years is him, Daniel Bryan, at that Survivor Series. One I of mean, the best Eddie matches. Was pretty good. Hell, even though I said within five so, years, uh, um, it, when he fought against uh, um, AJ Styles, yeah, good AJ too. too. Yeah, and Finn. A very so he does go with Finn Balor. Oh, um, argue, you know, you can make an uh, argument that he's one of the greatest SummerSlam performers of all time, Brock Lesnar. Now, when Brock and that taker happened that first SummerSlam here, I was done. I was sick about. Oh shoot, Brock is Mister SummerSlam. I was done. By the way, the Bellas deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, fuck that. 
Why are you saying fuck them? Oh, fuck them. Why? Why? They just, ugh, it, I feel as they were one of the people, they, they were the company guy that you shoved down the throat, but they were not. They, 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 they just, were the Roman before the ugh, Roman? Yeah, but the problem, they, they just, mm. ugh, you know. They, I mean, but speaking of the Bellas, they will be on SmackDown Live this but week. But they will go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, I just, think ugh. they deserve to be in it. I think what they've done for the business in and outside of the In ring. a mainstream sense. They've well, done yes, exactly. Yeah, if we're just going system. from in-ring, oh, it's getting No, 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 no. in-ring. But, you know, um, they, they spearheaded yeah. the reality movement, so, you know. Which definitely put reality WWE movement. in a Absolutely. different, with total, total That's what they call the reality movement? Yeah. Because yeah. I kind of feel like the Bellas was it's like reality era. more of the, mm. so, okay, so, from what time Talk to what time Sorry. From what time to what time is the PG era? Yeah. What time for what time? Like, what's the time for the PG era? I would I'd have to say the PG era actually stopped in uh, 2015 when Total Bella started. That that became the reality era. So I what's think. the reason? Because I, I feel like the reality era, the PG era, is basically the same thing. Uh, like, yeah, I guess sense, it's the yeah. way it's you look. I think show. it's the way you just look at it. Like I think, like if you're looking in terms of just like WWE shit, then yeah, probably probably wasn't the PG era. Who cares? But in terms of them being on a different platform, like you have people that don't watch wrestling will watch Total Bell yeah, to and day, watch to Total Divas yeah, yeah. and know and feel like yeah. they know the wrestlers because yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. Because people tell me that um, people ask um. Um, shout out to Loretta. She was like, "Oh, oh yeah, hey, Loretta, hey, girl. you know what she, she, she what she would tell me? She would say something like, "Oh yeah, um, um Daniel, you know he got hurt." I'm looking like, "How do you know that?" Uh, I watched Total Bellas. I watched Total exactly. And Total Bellas is coming back on um very soon. Okay, 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 okay. So <coughs> last thing because we got to wrap up. So basically, just get everything. Just to clarify everything, the PG reality era is basically the same thing as far as in ring. But the difference between them outside of the ring is the reality era ushering. That's when they started going on YouTube. They started going more on like um... reality era. They broke kayfabe. Yeah. Okay. That's but, what. That's what. It, that's basically what it is. Is when kayfabe became more dead. Um, well, it was on life support. Yeah. Completely dead. They pulled the plug. No, they pulled the plug because you got behind the scenes type of type of mm-hmm. situation. So what is this era called? It's the same. It's the same. This, it's, it's, this show is still continuing. It's the because same. Because we we now know that they're in character. Because you have, and also too, you have the also the shows that are on the network. The original content kind of breaks kayfabe a little bit too. Because if you watch the bump, like certain like interviews or things like that that they talk about, it would be like me, like you and your like you I and your man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it'll be things that are outside of the ring that you still in kind of in character, but. You, you know, when they had Montez and um, what's his face on the bump, I told you I watched yeah. the episode and they had Bianca Belair on the TV and they was talking about, you know, their husband and wife. Like, that's a little bit of kick- breaking kayfabe right there because you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that unless you knew. I kind of call this era the Saudi era, meaning that they're taking a lot more risks. Saudi, XFL, they're taking Which the risk of like actually like sending more stuff. I lost this week, the... guys. The week two was not my solid yeah, yeah, yeah. week. XFL was terrible. The no, no, of, I'm like, just saying like yeah, my yeah, yeah, team, yeah. Jabba, 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 Jabba pretty Tears. Good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty. pretty But like overall though, like I think this is the era of the Saudi era because the company dead taking risks. They I get mean, in... that's the only way you listen. You, you want to make started. money, I'm you got to take risks. I'm sorry. This is this is the blood money era because the networks, the networks gave them. really dangerous. Listen. The networks, USA gave them a bag, Fox gave them a bag, like these other other networks giving them back for a certain um, certain contact. I just feel like, like that's dirty. Listen, that's the blood money. Diddy, diddy dirty I, money. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. This, this is the blood money era. Um, put a name to everything. Huh? Yeah, oh, he the does. Blood he money. labels everything. It's oh, how yeah, he, it makes it's sense. It's how you remember shit. He's the label man. All right, there, there, you there go. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, thanks to our amazing guests. 
Samoa Chisel Joe. Adonis. Chisel Adonis. Please make not sure. Samoa Joe in the building. To, it's not Samoa Joe. Oh, God. AKA Dominic. It's not Dominic either. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He didn't go against the ladder and tell him, no, Eddie, no. <laughs> uh, please, sir, tell everyone that's listening and that's watching um, how to find you. Yes. Please and thank you. Well, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Pornhub, all the different places, all social uh, <laughs> platforms. You can find me on Madison Avenue selling uh, Bibles on Wednesdays. I strip on Tuesdays. A lot of different places you can go and find me. But um, everybody knows I'm the diligent, vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, analytical, methodical individual, the chiseled Adonis. And thank you so much for having me on here, uh, man. Thank you for it. joining us. It's very you, fun. On our... Wow, that was Interesting. Yeah, really. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Um, as always, um, you can catch us next weekend. Um, AW um, Evolution um, at Playwright, not at Legends, at Playwright um, next Saturday. Um, also, Evolve is in town next Saturday. Um, you have a few indie shows here and there between now and the next time we record. Um, shout out to Outlaw tonight. They had a really good card, and because we record on Thursdays, we can never Yeah, go. I peeped that, yeah. <laughs> but, um, as always, anything else before we go and we sign off and we say goodbye and we'll see you next week? Who's who's coming on next week? Um, we'll, we'll see when they come on. Oh, shit. Surprise. Yeah. There you go. Um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We're Out. What are you? Are you trying to? I'm, I'm talking to the people. What are you saying? Huh? What are you saying? I was spoiling the guests for, for next week. I was saying it's gonna be me again. <laughs> so, so when, when it comes on, they're gonna be disappointed that it's not Aww. me, or maybe overjoyed. Maybe they weren't a big fan. No, I think they were definitely a big fan. Gargantuan nose. Gargantuan. Spell that fast. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> I can read the thesaurus and deliver the words, but you I, if you ask me to tell the words, Ti vocabulary, and you're just showing off, guys. Ti. Oh, he only knows a couple of words. Ooh. I think we're going to end the show right now because I got to go home and sleep. Yeah, no, I think we all do. Hashtag Black Excellence once again. Hashtag We're Out. Shout out to Spencer. Shout out to Spence. The ones and twos. You heard this. Oh. I did. I told him I listened to the song. Fire, right? Yeah, no, it was the video. First of all, was like super well produced. Facts. Video. Spence. His video. Yeah. He's a rapper in these three. Yeah. yeah. He makes up, music. Man. Him and his brother. Dude, I'm a rapper too. Yeah, man. What are you rapping? Huh? No, I make these uh turkey honey mustard rap. Oh no, it's a different kind of rapper that we're talking. I can't yeah, I make I make I make food. <laughs> like Smith's ass laughing yeah. at you. Damn. That was a good episode. Take a picture in the front. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Wow, my knee. Okay, cool. Gotta get up slower.